Excuse me. <laughs> That's the pre-show. <laughs> Just like burp. Excuse me. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I am your host with the most, your ghost with the most, your one and only pepperoni. And joining me, as always, via satellite, the daddy of Diaclone, Tony. Did you want to say hello to the people, Tony? What's up, everybody? <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is daddy of Diaclone, Tony. It's devolved into that. We're just... <laughs> I feel like I've just been steadily devolving <laughs> we're constantly. Ju- we're just as disingenuous as our crazy voices. <laughs> wow, um, I'm wacky. Oh, I'm wacky. I'm zany. Subscribe to my, my content. Toy personality. Oh, um, man. Harry Knuckles in a light box. That's the world. <laughs> oh, my God. I gotta. It's, you gotta do that and kind of slowly over time turn into Run, run the Cube. Yeah. Oh, Halo. no. Halo. I play Tweens. Uh, today is a special day. Uh, what is this? One hundred and twenty-three episodes. The one, two, three oh, cast. Shit. That's uh, amazing. And we are having a very special guest. Uh, we are having yeah. uh, Mr. Vomit. <laughs> I believe is I believe is his name. Uh, we're having Video Vomit. You probably know him of Instagram fame. I don't know mm-hmm. if fame's the right word. Sophobie fame. Sophobie fame. Instablarm. I found him on the Instablarm, and then found yep. him on the YouTubes. And steadily, and almost five thousand other people have as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. So John is going to be hanging out with us and talking some shop. And yeah, we, we you guys asked plenty of questions for our yeah. boy. Oh yeah. Thanks um, again to the Discord for uh, supplying us with, with, supplying us with a bunch of questions, uh, like Pep said. Uh, so that'll be that'll be pretty cool. We have a couple of our own as well. Yeah, maybe, maybe you, just one or two. You guys made it easy for us. Like we don't have to do homework <laughs> now. <laughs> Because you guys wrote our questions for us. Um, we're going to be asking the hard-hitting questions like we always do. Um, we're going to be grilling uh, John very, very hard on, on many points. Um, we're going to get a confession out of him at some point, I think. Um, I hope so. <laughs> without further ado, should we uh, should we get him on the call here? Yeah, let's do it up. Hello. It's... Sorry hey. about that. It's all good. Oh, it's all good? I like how your little picture was Freddy the Freak. That's awesome. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, dude, I, I love that video so much. I, I can't get enough of that video. Oh, it's so I like recently went down the rabbit hole of that whole thing. Yeah, I was like, That's, That's... yeah. I, I I even went as far as like uh like putting some thought because uh, do you watch Oni plays at all? But yeah, you got the shirt, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I, I I'm like I really wanted like message him because I remember like like looking at his Twitter feed and, and like someone asked the original creator of Freddy Freaker if he ever wanted to do like a toy. Yeah. Um the guy was like, Yeah, I just didn't know how to go about it and I was like, Oh shit, shit this could mm. be my moment. And, you know, go like on. <laughs> something. But yeah, yeah. I thought that was uh I, 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 wa- I wanted to do that really bad, but I'm I, I'm just like well, he doesn't even know who the hell I am. Like he <laughs> like why the hell would he hold up my invitation toy out of nowhere. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things where it's almost better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, you'd be like, I'm sorry about this, but I have a way maybe to create your your whatever you want to get done or something like that. Yeah. I've had people do that for me, and they ended up like saving my ass in the end. I'd be like, oh, thank God you messaged me. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> rad. I'd probably go ask myself. 
<laughs> well, so we now have uh, Monsieur Vomit, Video Vomit, in on the call. John is here <laughs> talking with us. Do you want to uh, let the people know who you are, what you are, uh, in case they're unfamiliar? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah sure. Uh, hello to anyone who isn't familiar. Greetings and salutations. I am Video Vomit. Uh, <laughs> I made a, uh, a little YouTube uh, channel for a little while. Um, it's, it's still hanging in there. Uh, we're working on season two and stuff right now. Um, but, uh, I also, um, got my name video vomit and stuff, uh, by an Instagram that I recorded everything that I would, uh, paint. Um, I started painting, uh, you know, simple toys, uh, with airbrush and stuff. And then I worked my way up to do designer toys, vinyl toys, stuff like that. And then, uh, Safubi. And, uh, I kind of tried to create, create something for myself solely based on painting at first. And then uh, now I have, this year, released my first toy, uh, Zingachi. And Hell yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. It's been a really, really incredible ride, and uh, I really wanted to take this opportunity to thank anybody who follows me on Instagram or follows the YouTube page or anything like that or who's bought anything from me, so thank you. Um, you know, I wouldn't have cool opportunities like this without you guys, so thank you so much. And thank you guys for having me come on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, hey, without, without me sliding aggressively into your DMs. Uh, no, dude, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been laying in groundwork for a while now. Yes, yeah. yeah. Every time that we we would like see each other meet up, it was like that was like one of the first conversations we had, and I was like, yes, one hundred percent, always yes. Yeah, because yes. I love getting involved with other people's uh, projects and stuff like that, and I love, you know, I love working with other people because um, I feel like. Uh, I haven't had a lot of opportunity to, but now, just now, I feel like the ball is starting to get rolling for me. Working with other people, I've been doing a lot of uh, colorways for other people, doing a lot of um, uh, uh, shows and stuff, including like five points and stuff like that. And so, so that's been, I have been so grateful that that, that has been a thing for me uh, recently. And uh, so, I'm, I, anytime something like this happens, I am also very grateful. Sweet. Well, that's awesome. It sounds like the the Sophie community is pretty, pretty awesome still, and like yeah, yeah. Um, I think that um, I think it gives back what you put into it, right? Mm-hmm. I think um, I've been tr- I've been overly positive, I've, or I've attempted to be right. Um, where I'll, I'll I try to be as as forward. Uh, about about who I am and what I like and and, and I, I want whenever I talk to people about it and stuff I want them to feel like oh this guy knows what I'm talking knows my world and and I'm totally comfortable around him or something like that and yeah yeah I I really I think it does like I think if you do kind of go in there with you know your 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 fist clenched and your chest all puffed you know I think that people are going to be less inclined to you know. Uh, play ball with you uh if you will yeah definitely you kind of have to be approachable to get approached (laughs) yeah yeah especially if you know and some that's for some people that's kind of by design you know um where where they don't where they don't want to disclose whatever they do or or their methodology or whatever um Mm -hmm. i've always been you know kind of like open about what i you know what i do and what my techniques are and, and if people have questions and stuff I love to try and help people in any way that I can, because um, especially with uh, the 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 YouTube show for a little while, I had gotten that had like opened the gates for people to be like, hey, you know, uh, can I? How do I do this? How do I do that? 
how did you accomplish this goal or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I, I try to answer the best I can. I certainly didn't have like a conventional road, you know, like ever. I think that everyone's journey is different. You know, everyone has like, um, I've been watching some, some of the episodes that you guys have put up and uh, like a lot of, a lot of people have different stories and stuff. And I think that's really cool because, you know, like in life, right. You, you don't have, no one has like the, no one took the same freeway to get where they are. They yeah, had to totally. Different, they had to create their own trail or whatever. And especially around here where there's, absolutely nobody doing this and there's Mm -hmm. no support it's great to have support from people and especially people feeding that when they ask you questions or whatever because then you might learn something yourself you know uh, there's there's always going to be somebody out there who knows more than you do so i i I don't ever want to pretend like i know everything (laughs) you know and i'm always constantly being humbled by this community which is really really cool because i think that's a way that there's no like patriarch or whatever you know so 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 yeah, there's no king well um, maybe max toy might be the king of sophobia yeah, right yeah, now, yeah but... definitely <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how i got into it so oh sweet uh that was like that was like the first you know uh taste i remember seeing those um in in i remember i think i saw them in a magazine before i saw them online i think oh, yeah i suppose or something like that i'm not really sure but i remember seeing them and and um it was the cats, the the small Nagoras, like the really small. Oh yeah, yeah, those ones are cool. And I was just like, oh god, no, <laughs> you know, I'm a <laughs> cat person, so like anything <laughs> cat stuff, I I'm all about. So yeah, I definitely, um, I definitely th- like that opened the floodgates, right? And and then from there on, I was just like, well, you know, I'm already involved, so I might as well. Like I remember buying like a white blank one, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, like I really want to paint this, I really want to do something with it. And I painted it, and I and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. I was like, "You, ah, oh, dude, you suck." <laughs> I broke my toy. <laughs> Lately, just started over. You know, I I was like, yep. I want to get better airbrushing. I want to get better at, at all that stuff. So I started painting on um, Kenner Predator and Kenner Swamp Thing. Oh, sweet! Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Actually, I think that's kind of how I got like where where. You know, my uh, my following on Instagram is very is mixed. You know, you got your tape heads, you got your horror people, you got your vintage action pig, action figure people, and then you have your Sufubi people. And I try to like, you know, throw meat to every. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A little bit for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, like that's kind of how it really got started was people being like, this guy is, you know, he's cutting apart toys, he's making Franken toys, he's mm-hmm. you know painting all this weird stuff. This is you know, what is this guy doing? This is super weird. And then, um, and then it kind of like evolved and morphed into a more focused and condensed kind of style with, with painting or kit bashing or something like that. Not so Mm -hmm. much kit kit bashing anymore, but I want to get back into that because, um, I kind of have a better control of it. That's where I was like, let's just put shit all over everything. (laughs) Okay. Let's create a narrative here and let's like around the piece or whatever, you know, kind of yeah totally. artist brain has to <laughs> has to work it out make it make it a uh, uh, logical if you will the road you said uh that everybody takes to get where they're at like but all of the all of the steps you took seem to lend so beautifully into the realm of like sort of grotesque sofubi and and, and art like it it all it all makes so much logical sense you know what i mean yeah yeah they're like uh it's like stepping stones or whatever i think um i think that's that's kind of uh, 
by design, um, not not it's kind of like a subconscious thing because you know um, everyone knows you know I it, you get uh, behind me. I don't know if they, they're not going to be able to see this, but no. <laughs> I got a shit ton of horror posters. I got a slimer. Oh, yeah. I got horror shirts on and stuff. Like horror has is definitely the spark that had that had created creativity for me as a kid. Um, yeah. You know, along with, of course, anime and cartoons and, you know, all that stuff. But I think mm-hmm. horror is what really um, jump-started my imagination as a kid because it scared the shit out of me. And I think nothing motivates a, a young brain and molds it more than fear does. So I, I was horrified by, you know, uh, some of the, like I had seen The Blob at a really young age, uh, the Kevin Dillon remake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that was super gory and super vicious. It was. I was not expecting that the first because like you you think of the blob and you think of like the black and white. Was it the fifties or? I mean, um, I think it. Yeah, it was in color. But yeah, the, the, oh, was it? Yeah, the effects on there were pretty. Um, yeah, pretty. Fun. Okay, I guess I, I watched it on an old school black and white TV. That oh yeah, yeah. Because hey, <laughs> it was like it's probably better in black and white. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go with it was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I saw a colored version. Oh, man, I, I'm, I'm not too sure, but yeah, no, and then you jump into the, the remake, and it was like, people are getting, like, their faces melted off, and it's, oh, it's amazing. In, into a drain, the guy gets pulled into a drain. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The first, the, the, the character that you think is going to be, like, the hero, it's mm-hmm. coming slime, and then, and then he dies, and, like, the, the, the chick pulls his arm off and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, what's happening? You're, oh, you're not supposed so to do this good. movie? You're breaking all the moves, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, I saw The Fly at a really young age. I remember, um, Sweet. this is funny, but I, you, you, you remember that, that thing on VH1, like the I Love the 70s, 90s, or whatever? I remember watching those with my mom, and every time a horror movie would come up, you know, like Science mm-hmm. of the Lambs or Texas Chainsaw Massacre or anything like that, I'd be like, I'd be like can we go rent that, you know? And, like, it was, <laughs> and then there was, um, there's that Bravo's hundred scariest movie moments of all time or whatever. And I remember watching that and that's how I found out about like Suspiria and a bunch of like really, really like obtuse, obscure nice. horror movies that, um, that I never would have been introduced till much later in life or something like that from, yeah. from yeah, yeah. community or whatever. And so I saw a lot of stuff I probably wasn't supposed to at a very young age. So, <laughs> um, yeah. I yeah. feel like that, that happens to a lot of us that are kind of into this sort of, stuff as well <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that's what's really cool too is that is that um that i think the i think one of the main lines through like the the gross out or you know like the more grotesque looking sufubi creators mm-hmm. that you know it's it's all it was really created by like the horror thing because you know you can see a lot of influence and stuff like that and i love that you know i love yeah. seeing the lucio fulci zombie you know, and yeah, love seeing the you know uh, cropsy from the burning or something like that in there. And I'm just like, oh, dude, like that to me. That makes that's an un, that's a way of speaking to other people that really enjoy that stuff, mm-hmm. and, and it's a way of like clicking with them immediately. You don't have to have a conversation with them. You need to know what they look like. They're like, this artist understands me. This is why I need it on my shelf or whatever. So. Yeah, I, I found it also like speaks to the people that are kind of like they have vague recollections of seeing those movies or like oh, yeah. parts of those movies just like burying it in their subconscious like oh that was so terrifying I'll just never remember it and then like you know scrolling through your Instagram and you're like oh my god that is so revolting and I don't know why it's like affecting me the way that it is and you're like oh that's 
Yeah, this is like a weird thing that I oh, saw yeah, when I was a kid. That's amazing. Memories of the man bear pig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, where did that come from? I had no idea, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, horror is, I think it, it, it is definitely one of my top influences along with like, um, like late 70s to early to mid 80s um, Japanese culture and stuff like that. Yeah, I think yeah. that that's. I think like that Saturday morning cartoon, you know, kind of like Shogun Warriors or, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, um, even more of your like Transformers or something like that. I think that, that, that those were like a lot of the solid building blocks for Zendachi as a character and like creating. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of like getter robo vibes. I was kind of like picking up from him as oh well. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. He, ha- like, I like his stance. He has this like, um, he has this, uh, this like proud stance and it's yeah yeah profile kind of like fits with that like uh way that they all line up on the shelf or something like that Mm -hmm. i I remember um also the uh doku rocks like skull toys and stuff like that that they they were a huge influence on on uh, zangachi um yes Hey, yeah, yeah, just bust it out casually. (laughs) (laughs) Whipping it out. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, definitely. All my vinyls packed up right now. I gotta. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, hold on one second, you can get out of box cutter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually found I found an entire Rubbermaid full of my um, my Ultraman and Godzilla Safabi stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm so stoked to. I'm on a big Godzilla kick right now. Now that like you know the hype for the new one has come out and stuff and. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just like, oh my god, yes! Like, <laughs> so, so I've been like revisiting some of my favorite Godzilla movies and stuff like that. Sweet. That being said, though, consi- since we're talking about grotesque and all that other stuff, what are what's your take on the new Shin Godzilla design? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Can you do without it? Um, I, I love it. I, I I do. Um, I haven't really um I haven't really encountered anyone who hasn't. Uh, like or hasn't really liked it or or like hated it or anything, but um, okay. I guess in my thought process, I never really take anybody else's opinion. <laughs> That's fair. Um, uh, I'm selfish that way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I look at it and I and and it's been like said in a ton of like analysis videos for Shin Godzilla and, and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, but it it, it invokes to me. It, it looks a lot like the original Godzilla in the sense of like the radiation burns and stuff like that. I think yeah. that. They, more in a uh I, I the the director's name is like slipping my mind right now but he did like uh, Anno. this and stuff and and i think that, that 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 was like a perfect fit because um the scale is something that he can really he has a really good eye for even in cartoon yeah. form it's uh he has a really good eye for it so so seeing like, i think one of the most one of the most uh, it, the images that kind of sticks out for me not only not just the the, the purple beam part but um, where where you, the first time you see that, you're like, oh, like unhinges his fucking lower jaw like a snake. Yeah, it was a great I was, <laughs> I was I, that was that was really really that was really cool, and I was really happy to see it in theater and for the first time. Um, yeah. And uh, I I love his teeth. I love his I love his tiny yeah. eyes. I love I love the forms. I love the googly eyed. You know his like yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> apparently apparently that's his second form when he when we first see him or whatever. Yeah, he's just the tail, and that, yeah, and then so, and then and then um, I think maybe where people might have a problem is the is the ending 
you know, um, the, the fact that there might be humanoid Godzilla creatures running around. Um, I uh, maybe uh, we'll get flashbacks to the Matthew Broderick, you know, tiny <laughs> Godzilla. I think this would be cool. I think it'd be scary as shit to see, you know, like a train to Basan type situation. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because at, at first I was like, I was like, okay, the concept of like him shooting tail babies out that looked like that. It's like if it was anybody but Ono. Right. Then I'd be like, that's dumb. But it's like, oh, this is the Evangelion guy. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Everything's cool. bizarre and weird. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, Just yeah. yeah. Back, like, relax. He's, he's having fun for the first time in like 20 years. Let him do it. <laughs> gonna be having fun until people start a best girl war. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> that's the other thing is that um, is that it's, it's brought some really cool creative... Um, uh, lore or whatever to to uh to to the Godzilla franchise. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm excited to see if they you know I, I I don't know if they're doing another one, but it would be really really cool to see what happens next or or where they can go yeah. with that or or what like what would one of the classic you know like what would uh Gigan look like or something like that. That'd be you know like just going off of these and yeah. designs like or I would love to see like some kind of like angel situation like from. And just is like that, uh, like so it just lands on the earth, and it's just like we gotta unfreeze Godzilla. He's yeah, yeah, ass. He's gonna kick our ass. So that that'd be. Really it's cool. gotta have an emotional breakdown to Wagner playing in the background. More <laughs> <laughs> classical music <laughs> in the background. It's, it gives me goosebumps. I love it. <laughs> That's yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever, oh, man. whatever, whatever gives me goosebumps in the theaters. I'm just like, oh, okay, all right, I'll see this. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I was, I was pleasantly pleasantly very surprised with all of it the it's funny because the first thing that i i really didn't like was the tiny bdi mm, yeah like it, it reminded me of like one of those easter chocolate bunnies <laughs> yeah and, but then it, it just it grew on me so fast and everything else like was yeah. just like oh my god this is disgusting i love it long like nature you know and his yeah. big old cellulite thighs i love those mm. Is um, his messed up ass dude needs a petty because his oh, yeah. nails <laughs> he's are got some wacky. janky ass toenails. <laughs> yeah, they're like coming out from the top of his foot. It's like that's that's not right. <laughs> no wonder he looks pissed off. He's like shaking his head all over. He's like, oh, I got a hangnail. It's killing me. <laughs> My life is pain. <laughs> I bet it's like walking on a city of Legos. Oh, can you yeah. imagine how like, often Christ, Godzilla's ah. stubbing his toe, man? Like all day, every day, but he's stubbing his toes. That's why his nails are all fucked up. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I am mattress, and then he'll be totally cool from now on. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, thing I've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, you're 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 in good company. <laughs> you still have plenty of time left. <laughs> you're, you're fine. I'm sure stupider things have been said and will oh, be. Oh man, said. we've got a we've got a back catalog of what is it, 122 episodes where Tony and I do nothing but say stupid shit. <laughs> hey, that's that's where some of the best stuff comes from. Yeah, oh, totally. When you're, when you're on the bottom of the barrel, <laughs> just like I didn't see this. This is good. Yeah. I can't wait for like five years from now for somebody to take a clip out of context and ruin both Tony and I's careers. It's gonna be fucking oh, tight. Yeah. <laughs> That's you gotta have your you gotta have one hand over the the, the destroy the entire 
back catalog button. <laughs> just the memory just, purge. Just like, yeah, no a text from exists. Tony. It's like we got to go full atomic. It's like all right, it's gone. <laughs> the podcast <laughs> never existed. I'm gonna set my solid state on fire. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I feel like my old videos, uh, where I would just like want to delete some of my older videos, and that there's a one bunker episode video mm-hmm. where we messed up the audio somehow, and uh, it was it was like we were doing. I was reviewing uh, 1,000 toys and like, oh, nice. um, and some acid rain figures and stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and we uploaded it, and I and I went home, like I left the studio, I went home. And I and I put on the video. I was like, "Let's see, you know, how it turns out. Like, let's see it on my TV." And and just the audio was so screwed up. And I was like, "Ah!" <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "What do we do?" And, and there was like nothing we could do at that point. So I was just like, "Um, I, we could pull it down and then like put up a put up another version or whatever." And by that by that time, all the people had left the studio. So I was just like, "All right, well, I don't want to delete the video, so let's just keep it up." And, and yeah, then, okay, get your comments on there, like. Audio's weird. Dislike. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Of course, of you course fickle bastards. Always... Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it always seems like something would go wrong, you know, while recording or something. That's part of the lot. That's part of the live, like, whole thing, right? You, you probably know what the hell I'm talking about. Where I'm sure, like, one small thing would go wrong during your live thing. You're like, uh, keep going, keep rolling. Oh, yeah. No, it's more like a series of like a hundred small things going wrong, and I'm just like, at this point, yes. it doesn't matter. I'm I'm trash, and so is everyone who's watching. Keep going. Yeah, I feel like the worst that's happened for us so far, other than like me just being in like a pissy mood and trying to pick fights with other podcasts, is uh, <laughs> that's never happened. Um, but like, there is a time where like my like a recording software just cut out completely and i i wasn't rocking the two the two monitors at the time so i was like oh shit how much have we lost it was about like half an hour's worth of oh no <laughs> let's go just no audio on my end yeah, yeah. just like let's we're, we're, we were talking about hot wheels oh shit okay okay go back i'm gonna pretend to talk about hot wheels again <laughs> Hot Wheels, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're I'd... we're big, we're big hot Hot Wheels collectors. Oh my god! Oh, nice. Do you know how insertable they are? Oh, stop! <laughs> One condom away from <laughs> from what? <laughs> I have a series of X-rays that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that that's got to be some kind of subcategory for for some kind of porn. I'm they, they call me I'm the Albert Fish so. of Hot Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Even like Weeble Wobbles or like little Fisher Price adventure people. Oh no, not the advent. Well, the submarine dude. It's the makes final sense. adventure. The space man. Is ha- there's the space people had nice dome helmets. Oh, they did. Why. You're right. Why I've got the. Yeah, this is, this is another. <laughs> lost they're going on an adventure. Sure. It's in their name. <laughs> it's designed for this. I wanted to to talk a bit of shop. So you you've okay. done designer con before, yes. Yes, yeah. So that was my first year last year. Last year, and this oh, year really? it's changing significantly. And I wanted to get your take on it because I've been sort of sure. watching it all happen online, and it's really interesting. Like all of the mm-hmm. the different opinions people have of how yeah. decon is changing, and I'm very curious to to hear your thoughts. Um. Okay. So I like I said, you know, last year was my first year. Um. So I think I'll have a certain type of. Um, 
uh, uh, like, I won't say nostalgia goggles, but uh, like I, my my judgment is clouded because of you know it be, it was my first time and everyone was so cool to me and like it, like everyone there was so nice and everyone there was so supportive and um, and I met uh, also I met the late great John Schnepp there, oh, um, nice. so you know that was really cool experience. Um, I got to meet Alex Pardee, which was like. High school me would have been like pissing himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, are you the upper yeah, playground guy? The... Uh, sorry, what? It's like, are you the upper playground guy? <laughs> <laughs> You're the walrus man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I uh, so I'll look at that very, very fondly. Um, mm. I'm hoping that I'm going this year. I, I still have to like uh, coordinate what's going to happen with me. Hopefully, I can get zingachis and. If not, I'm probably just going to go as like a fan, and I, I haven't done that cool. yet for any for any of our little toy designer toy functions yet. I haven't gone as just like a, a, a fan yet, so I'd really like to do that. Um, but to get to your to get to your question, I I'm I'm mixed on it a little bit. I, I think um, I think my I, my probably my biggest concern about it is is and I, I don't, I don't want to like stir any shit with anybody but I think the Funko inclusion is probably my biggest uh, are you uh, telling like, me you don't want some Funko cereal <laughs> I I think that uh, that there are there is other cereal other places <laughs> and I think it's probably more delicious um, yeah I would probably trust <laughs> Kellogg's over a toy manufacturer to get me my cereal I'm just, I don't know. That's just me. Yeah, maybe that's just me. Maybe it's just me on this one. But that's coming from bought <laughs> hot sauce from metal bands before. So nice. You know, or barbecue sauce from metal bands before. <laughs> well, <laughs> barbecue sauce is good. Hot sauce, not so much. Well, I mean, like it kind of makes sense. <laughs> in, in a weird <laughs> yeah. way, again, like yeah, I'd, I'd probably do the same thing too. I don't blame you. But yeah, um, for I mean the 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 change in in location. And uh, it's three days now um, mm-hmm. instead of the instead of the two that it was. Um, I think the three days. I think that's just. I was real. There was a lot of people there, you know. For for and it was it was a big place that we were in last yeah. year, and there's still a lot of people. There's still a lot a lot of lines. I was um, I was at a booth where there was a lottery going on. So I, like I had that was like my first time there. You know, I had gotten the full blunt force of it, you know, like having, you know, like a hundred plus people just hanging around the booth waiting to get there. Not, not for my toy, but, um, for, uh, Chen's toy. Um, and, uh, and yeah, yeah, it it was, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was so crazy and and hectic and, but it was, there was a beautiful mess to it all. I loved it so much. So I can only imagine it's going to get even crazier. Um, I, I, I can see why people would have a problem with, with the with that expansion, right? You, you kind of right now. I, I I can imagine people would feel like you know I don't want any more competition to get the things that I want. You know, I can definitely understand that. Um, okay. But also, the uh, thing that's totally imperative about our about our culture is that we need um, constant refreshment, right? Because if there's the same people doing the same things, into the same things, only buying the same things. That that mm-hmm. that tends to get stale real fast for people. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I can say for myself, my style, what I'm into, is constantly changing, um, and what I'm into or whatever. 
so, so I, and I'm always evolving as, as, as in my tastes are concerned or whatever, and, and as an artist, I guess. Um, so I can see why people would be upset, but also it's, it's really important that we get more, we get fresh blood, if you will, or, you know, because I think that, uh, I think, you know, like myself, I was new not too long ago. I would still consider myself fairly new to this world because it's only been, you know, like six years, I think maybe so far since I've been heavily influenced, heavily into it, you know, constantly thinking about it morning, noon and night, you know, (laughs) um, so yeah, and then uh, the change of location. I, I think that's just you know it sucks that you know we gotta hang around tourist trap locations and stuff. But yeah, you know what it is, what it is. Yeah, if it's a trade off for a bigger, more like well placed out, um... a lot of I'm assuming there's a lot more hotels that are in the area. Yeah, Maybe they're not yeah. as affordable. I don't know. I, I, I've never been in I before, but. <laughs> As far as I remember, like, as long as you're not staying in Disneyland, you're okay. Oh, yeah, okay, so, yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, like, all of this stuff, this is, you know, whether we like it or not, this is, these kind of functions are are kind of a mainstream thing now, I think yeah. more people know about them than not now, um, whether it's Designer Con, San Diego, New York, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of people are going to, you know, they're going to know about it. They're going to talk about it. People are going to report about it. People are going to make podcasts, make videos about it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a podcast, you say? No <laughs> <laughs> more. I want to know. Uh, can you show me? <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, I, I'm, not as, I'm not as bent up about it as certain people are. But um, I, I'd say just, you know, if, you, if you're going and you're worried about it, just... Throw, throw it away. You're going to get some toys, man. You're going to yeah, some exactly. Like, no, no one's going to be forcing you to eat cereal, <laughs> buy something from the cereal. Right. Just big yeah. old Funko gun to your head, like eat the fucking cereal, man. <laughs> it tastes <laughs> like cardboard. And it it's like a nice fat plump gun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah. a lot of people people overreacted, um, which is which is fair. I mean, like it's it's big. Yeah, I feel it's like big we scary did. You're right. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> well, there's the whole like get your chocolate out of my peanut butter. Yeah, sort of thing. but yeah, I, I yeah. honestly think like if if people are concerned um, that it's going to be more competition for the things that they like, um, maybe mm-hmm. over time. But this first year, I feel like it's going to be a split crowd. Like there's going to people be yeah, people sure. who are there strictly for for Mondo, for Metacom, for Funko, and they're they're gonna they're gonna love it, and they're gonna have something yeah. to to obsess over and and be excited about. And of course, there's going to be bleed over into the smaller things, but that's a positive, I think. Like more people mm-hmm. seeing something for the first time and being like, "Yo, what is this Zengachi?" Like, like it might yeah, yeah. It, it it'll bring new people in, and I don't think it's just gonna like. I think the fear is that some people think like it's gonna destroy the con because everybody's gonna be there to buy the shit there for, and I don't think that's no. gonna be the yeah. case. Yeah, no, I think we. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Uh, we we brought it up like a long long time ago on the podcast. We brought it up a couple more times since too. But if if you're using Funko Pops as your gateway drug to like get into some like really really cool stuff, then that's totally cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got, I've definitely gotten into Twitter arguments with people about Funko Pops before, and that's very unlike me. <laughs> I don't. I don't um, but uh, yeah, I, like I don't I don't hate that. I, I do hate them, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I don't hate people that collect them because it's just like we all started somewhere. Just because yeah. I started at a different, you know, I won't even say tier. I'll just say I, I started somewhere else. It started there. There's a there's a very large spectrum, you know, like mm-hmm. that'd be like shitting on somebody for starting collecting like designer toys because they started collecting like bear bricks or something like that. It's yeah, just, exactly. Like what holds more credibility over what? Uh, is it is it less cool because it's more readily available to people? Um, I will say though, I, I, Funko, why 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 do you gotta like hop on a train after like it's been established already? Like the Hikari thing, I don't. I'm not oh, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's actually really done that well for them either because I don't see as yeah, much of it coming right. out see them on sale places (laughs) yeah Um, yeah and also i think it's a really like call me call me an asshole if you want but like i think it's a pretty shitty move to to go premium japanese vinyl and then you look at the foot and it says made in china like yeah come on (laughs) and then like i'm I'm also i'm i'm buying them i've already (laughs) but those horror he-man savage world figures oh okay i i I think, like, okay, so, oh, God, okay, all right. <laughs> so Funko, I, I noticed that what they'll do is they'll see what, like, what other, you know, smaller creators are doing, and then they'll go, we can do that on a huge fucking scale. Let's do that, you know? So, yeah, I, I, yeah like, exactly. I don't know, I, you know, like, they have the reaction figures. I know that they started that with Super 7, kind of, mm-hmm. sort of, mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and then they kind of, like, took that and ran with it, and now Funko can't do their own, like, parody, you know, uh, He-Man type stuff because Funko is doing their own Savage World stuff. That sucks because it's like, I would have really liked to see, you know, because I really like what Super 7's doing with their reaction figures or or their vintage line and stuff and then the catching and stuff like that. I really enjoy um, uh, reinterpretation or adaptation of things like the the Robotech vintage style figures. Yeah, those are cool. Those look so cool. I really want some of those, and so I, 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 wa- I always want to see more stuff like that. And then, um, you know, like I, I make uh, every Halloween, I'll make a uh, a playmate style horror icon figure. Like last year, I made a Jason, or, uh, Jason Voorhees, Jesus, a, a Michael Myers okay. out of uh, some of the old Dick Tracy playmates figures. Oh, cool. So I'll like put Sculpey over them and stuff, and and it'll just it's like a one off personal kind of like collection or whatever. So mm-hmm. so it, you know. I'll, put the date on there and stuff and um and i just hope and, and like maybe if someone takes that and they run with that that'd be super cool because like i could never do that on the scale that like funko could or something like that so maybe i'm just you know getting myself riled up for nothing but i i, I think it's I, it's just so weird to see them like kind of like take other people's ideas and then go like here everyone have at it you know yeah give know. us the money instead, instead of them. them back to the uh the the hikari stuff um, yeah. I think like ultimately it's just sort of tone deaf. Like mm-hmm. it's like here, here is this premium Sofubi figure, but people who uh, have an interest in Sofubi and and know a little bit about it um, would see that it's like okay, that's just an imitation, um, right? Yeah. And then people who it's... collect like Funko Andrew. Pops would be like, oh, that's not really for me, but they might collect it because they they do them limited, like because Funko has this yeah. amazing thing where they tell you which one you should scalp. They'll like yeah. they'll put the yeah. sticker on yeah. it, and they're like, this is the chase, man. Fucking elbow as many kids in the head as you can to get this one. 
and then you Yikes. can sell it on eBay, my guy. But don't keep two for yourself. Um, so, so they do that. But with the Hikari stuff, I think they're limited. So like they'll make they'll be numbered. I think they only make like a thousand or whatever. So it'll be like yeah. it's like this is rare, and it's like I don't know. It's about as rare as any of the other Hikaris you've done. Like they're on well, sale online too. I don't even everywhere know how... if you really want them. So I think like they 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 do sort of see what they think people want and try mm-hmm. to make more of that but mm-hmm. as with any big corporation and any big company ultimately are tone deaf and don't really fully understand what people want um yeah but once they found their formula they'll replicate that over and over hence the funko yeah. pop it's like the funko pop is is the beanie baby that is that worked like it's still yeah. Yeah. it's still relevant for people they're uh, they're paperweights to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> But uh, but uh, also I don't know if you I don't know what they're called yet I don't know what the but they're like they look like those uh, Nintendroid they they're like Funko's interpretation of the Nintendroid they they did like they they have like round heads little tiny the... stubby arms and legs and stuff was oh, that the sugar candy sugar thing uh, uh is that different? no rock rock sugars actually look okay okay they, uh. there's there's like some new ones that they just I like saw the the pre-order on Big Bad Toy Store and stuff okay Uh, but they look a lot like Nintendroids they're made by Funko and they're not dwarves but they're they're like these they're like Funko's new like interpretation of the Nintendroid I'm like you can't even do that right because you don't even want to do the the amount of articulation or accessories that all those Nintendroid figures do I don't even know if I'm saying it right I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna nerd out for a moment and say Nendoroid Nendoroid. Okay. <laughs> See, I, I'm a, I'm completely illiterate. I don't know what the hell I'm looking at half the time, and I'm looking at the box. I'm like, okay. yeah, okay, I'll just make up my own word. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a bunch of Zelda ones, so that was from Nintendo, and I think they're technically robots. Yeah, Nintendoid. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I have uh, I have like the Joker, Harley Quinn one. I got nice. the, I got the Deadpool one. I got the uh, 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 Venom Snake from. Uh, MGS5. Oh, nice. Um, Those ones are cool. He comes with like a tiny box as well, right? Yeah, yeah, it has a tiny <laughs> box. They, they're numbered as well. They have like little windows and stuff. And yeah. um, like the Deadpool one came with like boxer shorts. He came with like oh, cool. um, little uh, like uh, bubbles, like little clouds for his like uh, dialogue yeah. and stuff, which is oh, cool. Oh, nice. Okay. So I, I like stuff like that. Um, so Funko's doing uh, an imitation, like something like a chibi style, like mini yeah, sticker thing. I would say probably like maybe like injection mold or something like that, like some kind okay. of like like variation of vinyl or something like that. Um, and then like it, I think it's like three points of articulation. I think like the arms and the head or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they have like, or, and then I think they have like interchangeable hands. Like I think the Freddy has like the needle hands he can put in his hands instead of the uh, regular claw or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. If, any, if anyone's listening to this, go check it out. Put it on Big Bad Toy Story or something like that. Um, if you, yeah, if let you us know, know what you think. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, are you are you down for these? Um, I think that uh, I think that the Nintendoids or uh, how do you say it again? Nendoroid. 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 Okay. <laughs> so so I think that they're really cool, but um, I was also listening to your guys' conversation about the Acid Rain figures. Uh, yeah, it, it's definitely the same, along the same lines as that. Where um, if you live somewhere else, it sucks for shipping, yeah. and they're really expensive, and 
having two or three of them in like a little nook in your in your on your shelf or something like that might not be worth the like eighty dollars yeah. <laughs> for your small collection. Um, maybe this is like a good alternative. Like again, I'm not going to shit on people who collect Funko because you know I Cause, because because they're know, just I, following I, orders. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just you have that Funko gun on your head. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I can't blame you for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, you you collect what you collect, right? I think that like some people would, you know, they you, hey, that could go with anything. Like, oh, you collect uh, NECA? F you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What's that guy diehard about NECA or whatever? <laughs> not, not anymore, at least. It's the, the McFarlane NECA war is over. Yeah, yeah. Neko won that one. Settled, I think. <laughs> Nick um, Brown, you know, make his sports figures and hang yeah. out. Yeah, he, he found he found his own Funko Pop. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, just yeah. collect the entire team. We're cool. <laughs> uh, well, he uh, likes sports a lot, so let him and his sports buddies sports it up. And yeah, it, it makes sense for like the creator. So it's like, okay, all right. Enjoy, dude. <laughs> I need to get bouncing in about ten minutes. But again, like I was saying too, you guys definitely keep chatting after I'm gone. Cause yeah, dude. Tony's uh, Tony has to rest in pieces. Dude, I'm I'm having I'm having I'm having a move month. That's for sure. oh yeah, <laughs> dude. Like... I, and that dude. If if you if you're a collector and you hear another collector saying, "Oh, I'm moving," you're like. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> that's that's where I'm at right now. You know, like, there's there's uh, 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 days, hours, minutes of hell for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but once it's all reset up and like the new room to display it is all done and finished, it's gonna be amazing. Like I'm I'm actually stoked that I can actually display stuff that I've had kind of in cold storage for a while. But like. I know. I'm also a, I'm I'm an out of box collector. Yeah, yeah. And just getting rid of boxes and recycling all the inserts and stuff like that. Like that's that's the that's the big pain in the ass. Like I actually had to phone like a junk removal thing because it's like I can't just keep packing up empty boxes. And like the way that the recycling works here is if they for any reason don't feel like or don't want to pick up your stuff they'll still leave it out there. So it's like, I'm just like, fine, fuck, whatever, I'll call a guy with a truck. And... Anyway, yeah. sorry, that's my life <laughs> suffering. So Person maybe I've before Tony uh, bounces, uh, I, had a, I had a spooky thing I wanted to share with oh, you yeah, guys, yeah. because Tony loves spooky yeah. stuff, former host of a, of a spooky podcast, and you're obviously... Um, Spooky guy. You're a spooky guy. <laughs> so, my this there's a there's a big lead up. There's there's so much backstory. My my friends bought a house. Congratulations to them. They are now homeowners. Thank you. Um, and <laughs> they they're the place essentially. The only thing that's going to be left once they redo stuff is like the structure and the roof. Like this place is gnarly. Um, Ooh, okay. so the guy who used to live there uh, was cooking drugs. Um, he was synthesizing acid, I believe. So there's all these like, and, and he died. So this is where the spooky stuff starts coming in. Um, so there's like boxes of like, un, un, it's like unsoluble in water, unknown compound a in like a jar. 
in like a box <laughs> in their kitchen that's the floor is rotting out and i'm going through the basement in their spooky spooky house uh last night they told me it was a housewarming uh and i showed up to the house from stir of echoes and i was like all right here we go um but there was all Happy these Ashley. here's a bottle of isopropyl alcohol <laughs> <laughs> welcome to our abode don't take your shoes off um and in the basement there's all these old computers and i was like this is how we summon ghosts in 2018. I'm going to go through... That's how the beginning of Evil Speak happened. <laughs> I'm going to go through some dead guy's computers. And so I start pulling things out of boxes and plugging things in and getting computers booted. And I boot up this old, like, HP um, that's got, like, Windows XP on it. And I'm like, I'm like, yes, I need to find out what kind of porn the dead guy watched. Like, I need to go through this hard drive. Unfortunately... Yes. It was totally wiped. There's nothing on it. I'm like, okay, he, he cleared this one. So I pulled the next one from the pile. and I, Really smart of him for wiping it before dying. <laughs> so, you know, it was kind of boring, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, oh, I forgot. I was allowed to take the thumb drives. My buddy was like, have those if you want. And I'm like, I don't want to plug them into my computer. What if that's where the ghost is, is in those thumb yes, drives? Yeah. I'm going to leave yeah. the ghost at your house. Um, but I found this old like, laptop. Like flying around. <laughs> <laughs> and I opened the old laptop, and it boots up in DOS. And instantly, I just remember being a kid, and I'm like, all right, DIR, what's on this computer? And load up the DOS files. And Tetris, boom, boom, boom. I'm slamming in commands. We got Tetris working. Like, 1987 <laughs> red and white text version of Tetris is going. And I'm like, this is incredible. And I'm like, shit, on this little label he has written, it says it's got Windows 3.1 on it. And I had just spent, uh -huh. like, um, like, 10 minutes trying to open me.jpg in DOS, which you can't do. And I'm like, I need to know. So I got Windows going. It's a cursed image. Don't you, haven't you read Creepy Pasta before? And I opened it up, and I found a photo of the dude on this old laptop. And the best part oh. was, he just looked really happy. And I was just stoked. Okay. And I got I got ghost closure. And I was like, what a what a weird, weird, wonderful <laughs> evening that was. So I printed it out, and it's, and it's framed in my room. No, Logan, you are not giving me another ghost photograph again. Ever since I got that picture from you, <laughs> shit went downhill. All of my cereal <laughs> turns into Funko cereal. I don't know. Yeah. It's a very specific no. curse. They're, all they're like tiny. They're, they're the keychain heads of the Funko Pops, and they like <laughs> smash your teeth. You're like, nah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I hate it. But yeah, I, I thought you'd find that spooky and interesting. That is, that, that is spookiness. Oh, man, yeah, I'd love to have gone, gone into a weird abandoned crack house to find just a wall of computer monitors and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Oh, and there was a, v there was a VHS video camera there that I wanted to test because I want that Ooh. if it still works. Oh, yes. Yeah. Dude, that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, some of the best horror movies are filmed on shit like that. <laughs> oh, totally, yeah. I should just film oh, a horror yeah. movie in his basement while they're still working on it. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, just do it. The setting is here. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I kind of uh, wanted to do that while my place was being rented out, but... Ghost Kenneth from Hell, that's like the perfect yeah. name for that. <laughs> that's that's so actually, would be a really good premise for our horror film. It's like, like I'm super into like cracking the code, hacking this laptop, figuring out who owned it, and the yeah. ghost like totally likes me but hates everybody else. So I get a <laughs> ghost pal, but he wants to torment them. And I'm like trying to talk him down. It's like, can you stop making my friend's walls bleed and stuff? Like, I know we're pals, but they're my pals, so you got to treat them like pals. Like, what don't you yeah. get, Ghost? As long as mutual pals. voice is bit crushed like shit, I will add that. that then I'll accept that. It has to be like Altered Beast or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm gonna start you on a Game Boy cartridge. <laughs> Keep you in my pocket. Yeah, no, that's how you talk to him. You keep him on a Game Boy. And you carry him around with you, and he has like his scary faces on the Game Boy. Oh yeah. Kill them. I'm not gonna kill them. I'm just trying to get a sandwich. Like murder everyone in this delicatessen. And then, and then he'll he'll play the Lavender Town song until you go insane. Yes. I don't. From Pokemon. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I, oh, I know. I'm just like, I oh, don't know. That's just such a soothing song, though. I don't know if I can oh, go it, insane. It, it, it'll drone on. It'll, it'll get louder and louder. Until there you go. <laughs> it, it'll turn into the creepypasta version of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love Pokemon creepypasta. That's like one of my favorite ones. I'm just, oh. Uh, it's, it's a very dark rabbit hole to go down. I think it anyone is. knows... You know, like any one of those stories or any anything like that. Uh, shameless plug for my friend. There's this guy, okay. Trevor Henderson. He he's a really great artist um, on uh, Instagram, and he's been doing like this like series of creepy pasta like art. So he'll like take like a photo of some kind, and then he'll like paint his like creepy pasta image onto it, and it's really really cool. Ooh. So yeah, definitely check that out if you're into that kind of stuff. Do you want to say the What's name one more time again? for the people? Uh, Trevor Henderson. Trevor Henderson. Cool. I'll check yeah, that out. He's really after. cool. Yeah, he has a like a. I think he has a um, an Etsy shop too. He has like stickers and stuff. Ooh, he's got a big cart. Wow, that's that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, o- opening it up right away. It's like okay, yeah. If you guys are into like spooky photo manipulations, yeah, you're yeah. In for a treat. There's oh. some there. Like, there's some really? that I'll look at them and, and I'm like I, I'm like coming from the bathroom, like walking down the hall. I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh man, that looks like my room. Oh, I guess I'm standing here till sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that this is cool. All right, yeah, he just gained himself another follower. That's awesome. <laughs> he did a um, he did a commission painting of the cat eyed boy for me, and I, and I adore oh, it. Cool. I have like I I still have to yet to make my cat eyed boy shrine of like the manga and the toys that i have and all yeah um, painting up there and stuff <laughs> so i was like can you make me a painting please <laughs> <laughs> please, please. <laughs> oh that's awesome that's something that's great about this community um that i really love is that uh is that you can as a as like as the only as the boss and only worker of my company <laughs> i can <laughs> I can wear many hats, and then I can also give said many hats to other people. Um, you know, like uh, KTO, KTO. Um, he mm-hmm. sculpted one of my newer toys um, oh, that I have in the pipeline right now, and then um, King Hideous Toys as well. Uh, they're they're some they're brothers. Um, they mm-hmm. also did my um, Street Trash Maba Zombie kind of uh, oh, cool. toilet guy, and uh, so I have those two guys in the pipeline right now, and. For someone like me who who has to do like they, they do everything by themselves or whatever, it is yeah. so nice to have other like have support or be able to lean on other people, you know, for for header card art or 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 you know like they want to make a comic book or they want to do all kinds of stuff, you know. Like I think that that's so cool that you can that people can jump in on your thing at any time or you can jump in on somebody's you know project or something like that. I that's just that's like the coolest thing because like even now distance doesn't really. Um, it isn't really a thing because, you know, mm-hmm. we're communicating over, you know, something where 
deals can be made or whatever or yeah Instagram all three of us are in totally different, different cities. cities yeah yeah. Like, yeah that's crazy it's cool. and yet there can still be a solid connection a, a, a through line to for everybody you know or or everyone's you know uh totally committed to this project or something like that, that mm. that's just so cool and i love seeing things like that uh or seeing collectives and stuff is really really cool like i would yeah. probably say uh like deadly delivery is so cool to me i really you know like all of them all of that i like yeah i'm just like oh like you guys are so cool you're making like the coolest shit ever you know yeah. definitely absolutely inspiring like uh they they're um deadly delivery and um and true tech definitely uh inspired uh me to make my own horror maba zombie um you know and so i i i think that that's what it's all about right you know like feeding the the culture feeding our our little world we have and creating new life and then once we get on these you know new trains and stuff like that it's it's really cool to see you know how far different artists can take things or mm-hmm. or like uh you know i see something one way but then um you know you can have somebody come in on a project they can completely change it um for instance my newer toy um is named uh, the toxic rider so if that kind of inkling of what he might look like or, <laughs> you know like what his like style might be probably has nothing know, to do with trauma yeah uh, you know <laughs> or common or um, rider it's probably nothing with that <laughs> and, and um yeah so so uh, like I had a, I had created this um, kit bashed figure um, mm-hmm. from a common rider figure and a um, and a bonehead from Toxic Crusaders line, and I had kit bashed him into this you know character, and I and I really liked this character, and um, so I had like drawn all these like designs of him and, of like what the Toxic Rider would look like as his final version or his final form. <laughs> this is my final form, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I. I had someone else do it. And I was like, how about you take the reins? Like, um, and how about you do the art? And, and he killed it. And, and so it, it, it took its own life. And now um, I sent that design to KTO, KTO. And Kento did an incredible job of sculpting it and stuff. Um, I've been teasing it here and there. Um, and I'll probably, once, once things are a little bit further along, I'll probably um, like do a full picture of the prototype or something like that. Um, I've had some hangups at the moment with with some of his uh, jointing, so oh, okay. I don't want to. I don't. I, I'm the type of person who's very superstitious, and I don't like to announce things before, like it's like it's happening, it's gonna happen. Like, yep, that's that's safe for that way. <laughs> I think being traumatized by by my experience trying to get my first toy made, um, mm-hmm. like it's coming. I promise. Don't let the hype die. And like trying to. You know, could, like keep that hype alive for my toy and stuff like that. That was definitely really hard, especially not knowing when it was going to get, when it was like going to come out, or if it was going to come out, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially being so new as well, and not knowing, you know, the ins and outs yet, or not knowing like what's typical, what's not normal um, for for stuff like that. And then, you know, and then being like, hey, this isn't right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it yeah. taking longer than it should, or something like that. You know. Luckily, I'm in great hands now, and um, and and things have been going very smoothly for me. Knock on wood, like I said, very Sweet. superstitious. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I'm actually going to send out the uh, Maba sculpt um, probably within the next couple weeks, and that'll get casted in like probably resin or something like that. And then maybe down the line, if it 
you know, if it does better, then I would love to do, like, a vinyl version of it or something like that, you know? That'd I love small vinyl toys. I love, you know, uh, like, mid mid to small vinyl toys. Yeah. Um, of course, I love the big guys. You know, those are a lot of fun. But um, it, it's cool to see the ingenuity and thought that goes into making smaller toys and, like, making their articulation work or something like that because there are a lot of um, limitations uh, and I'll, I'll use that word lightly, limitations to Safubi, um, mm-hmm. where, you know, it's like, it's harder to do something. You can accomplish it, you just have to think of, of the proper way to do it. You know, there are so many really cool figures out there. You can pull from, from like, Ultraman Safubi or, or Godzilla Safubi, where you're just like, this is such a crazy design, how did they get that? How did they, like, yeah. they had to hear that to get that to work or whatever. Or, so that that's really cool to see how people do smaller stuff, especially with, like, articulation stuff and, and like I, I was talking about KTO he, he, he's, he does a really great job at making uh, his. I love his style when it comes to um, uh, making smaller toys and stuff like that so that was really cool like his newer um, Gaki zombie is really really cool uh, I got him right here to show you guys oh nice <laughs> yeah he's really cool I really oh, like that's it rad. So, and so he's he's you know he's not super small but uh, but I do really enjoy how you know I like the um, he's got his legs uh, squished together you know the the, yeah. tor- the body is the torso and legs are one piece and then you got the arms and the and the head is another I love stuff like that. it's really he's a, he's a fun like, size. I, I, you just like chuck him in your bag and yeah, take some pictures of him on, absolutely on yeah yeah I'll, you know keep him in your pocket or something like that I'm definitely yeah. that I I was that way when I was a kid I'm that way now yeah. I, I'll always have a toy with me. You know, in my pocket or in my car or something same, like that. You know? Same. <laughs> Sweet. Um, okay. Unfortunately, I do need to bounce. I'm sorry. It's all good, buddy. Um, Tony. Uh, Tony died, and we're gonna answer the uh, questions from the Discord. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yay. See you guys later. All right. See you, Tony. Bye. Bye. Good uh, move. I hope it goes well. Thank you, and thank you so much again. I really appreciate you chatting and, and everything. So. <laughs> all right. Cool. See you later. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. If if you these questions, yeah. I was looking over some of them on the on the on the little server here. Yeah. And on the just, and I was like, uh, uh, great questions, everybody. <laughs> so thank you for uh, submitting your questions. I really appreciate that, and I'll do my best to answer all of them sufficiently and interestingly sweet all right I'll, I'll fire right into it so we've got sam the mop who is asking do you prefer to buy blank colorways so you can paint them uh or do you also buy a lot of standard colorways too um so uh i definitely do buy or go for blanks more often um but uh you know if the, if if they uh if there's a colorway or something like that that really gets gets me um like uh, I think True Tech is is a is a painter that that uh, that I really really enjoy. Anytime that I see one of his paintings or something like that, I'll usually try and go for them or something like that. Um, you know, there, and uh, Splurt is another uh, painter that I really really like his stuff. Um, so you know, it, it it varies from piece, but um, I think that, uh, that that there's also I have a certain way of collecting, right? So. I'll, I like to collect blanks, and I like to put them up on the blank shelf, and then I will sit there for months, and I will ponder the perfect colorway for them to go to accent their vinyl, or you know, if I have, or if I think of something else or whatever. Um, 
and I just want to piss everyone off and hose it down with pain. <laughs> uh, but you know, so so it, it really depends on the piece or something like that. But it, like most of the time, I'm, I probably am going to go for blanks, um, just because that's kind of how I collect. It's kind of like my methodology, right? You know, serial killers got to have them, so I got to have them too. So, <laughs> so yes, uh, yeah, I'll definitely go for more blanks probably. Um, but uh, I, I do have like a little segregated area specifically for all my fav- favorite painted pieces by other artists and stuff like that. So I, def- I definitely enjoy a good piece from somebody else. I'm not completely self-indulgent. In- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm too vain for other people's colorways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like that's kind of how it comes off for, uh, for people. But definitely not, definitely not. I, I, I always feel like, um, I always feel... Uh, guilty uh going for uh pain and stuff too sometimes because i feel like i'm gonna steal that opportunity from someone else who would appreciate it more or something like that um so have, also, have you ever acquired one that is is painted up and you've just gone over it because you intended to um, paint that piece? okay so that is uh i feel like that, that that's a good learning experience for people who um have uh are getting into painting or or uh, you know or whatever um, I have done that before, that, but that was when I was first starting, and um, that is a definite taboo. That's a definite no-no. That's a right out of the playbook of don't do that, ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I did it on um, on like old Ultraman stuff, you know, like the the, the cheap Bandai stuff, and then um, I had done it on on another piece. I won't name what it was. You know, if you knew, if you followed me from back then, you know what it was. Good for you, <laughs> great for you. Um, but uh, but yeah, like, and everyone makes mistakes, and and that's the thing is that um, there isn't there isn't a for sure there isn't like there isn't a playbook. It's all proverbial, right? It's all un it's kind of a uh, unspoken rules, or you know, if you if you had a skull brain account, maybe you might be able to gather some uh, some intelligence and do some recon on what's cool, what's not cool to do, or something like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, I didn't really have anybody. I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have anybody that brought me into it or anything like that. So it was just me being, um, very ambitious, you know, and stuff like that. I've definitely gotten, um, you know, people concerned, I will say concerned over, um, some of the blanks I've painted in the past and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause of like the rarity or scarcity of the piece or sure. Sure. Yeah. Or, or, you know, like, Oh, that blank should that, you know, like, a, like, uh, I think maybe some people don't like marbles being painted over like marbled vinyl or, or glittered vinyl or something like that. And I can t- definitely understand. Yeah. Um, um, but then, then you, then also brings into the question of, of, you know, it's your toy it belongs to you. Um, are you going to keep it? Um, for, for me, the, for me, the big thing was, is that I never, I, I've never been like the paint and then flip type. I've always been the, if I'm buying it, I'm buying it for myself. Um, because I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm, I, the things that I do paint, like it'll be like for a run or for one of my own toy or something like that. I feel like that's kind of how I've avoided really pissing anybody off or <laughs> upsetting anybody because, you know, any, anything I've ever really painted or whatever has been for myself and for my own painted collection. And then, but of course I'll paint stuff for shows. I'll paint commissions. Um, I, 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 I'm actually working on a couple right now. And, um, and I paint what I want on my stuff because that, that gives people a good idea of what I can do complete freedom Mm -hmm. or, or, or or like 
it's a great way to um, to show your progression as an artist as well. You know, I've come a long way, I, I think, from some of my earlier paints, you know, where it would just be like, you know, very simple colors with each other, um, very experimental with, you know, like line work or something like that, um, accenting everything in black or whatever. Um, but yeah, now, now, I'm, I, now I have all kinds of and stuff. So it's a great way to measure your progression as a painter. Um, and, and I guess that, that'll be, the, that'll be it for that question. Cause I've really hammered this one. <laughs> it's a two, it's a two parter though. Um, so Sam continues with also, oh, yeah. what was the experience of designing a Sofubi toy like, and how did you go about creating the articulation points? He's getting specific, my guy. Oh yeah. Um, that's a great question. Thank you so much, Sam. Um, uh, so like I said earlier, when we were talking, my, uh, m- m- my whole process was a lot different than I would say a lot of other people's may or maybe not, you know, um, I, I'm not going to name names or anything, but I had gotten involved with, with, uh, with a producer and, um, uh, okay. So we'll start here. I, I designed, I created a character Zingachi. Um, at the time he had two arms, um, and he still had a shark head. Uh, the shark that head design is actually from, um, some art, uh, some paintings, graffiti, and stuff that I did when I was in high school. And um, he was called the Spaceman from Space back then. <laughs> and um, and so then I took that design and I, I reworked it and stuff. Um, I was actually at my sister's house visiting um, in Texas, in Fort Worth. And I was hanging out with her, and I, I had kind of been at a crossroads. I had left. I worked for a band and stuff for a long time, and I had kind of just said, you know, screw that. I don't want to do that stuff anymore. I kind of want to do something for myself now. Um, toys have always been a huge passion for me. I was I was collecting and painting them as a hobby, and so uh, a Sufubi, collecting and painting Sufubi as a hobby. So then I decided she kind of was like, "Well, why don't you make your own toy?" And I go, "Well, I didn't know. I didn't really think that was possible for me, you know, etc." Mm-hmm. And then um, then I started looking into it, and um, and I got really passionate about it really fast. And so I had re- right then and there that in that trip, I had reworked that spaceman from space design into Zingachi. And then, uh, I, it starts out as drawing, right? You, you get your full turnaround, your front, your side profiles, and then your back. And then you take that into, um, you know, you take that to your sculptor, you take it to your digital sculptor or you're sculpting it yourself. Um, then you create your, your prototype, you know, um, mine was a digitally sculpted and 3d printed prototype. And um, I had uh, got it uh, commissioned done. And then after that, I had taken that 3D printed sculpt and I had given it to this producer that uh, me and him had agreed on, on working together. And after that, uh, I had, you know, there's a line that you have, like, you know, there are tons of people trying to do this stuff. So um, time is probably your, you know, you kind of have to just accept that this stuff takes a long time sometimes. And because you're, you're in a line, you're, um, there's, you know, so many people in front of you, uh, you know, some of them are big, some of them are small. Um, and, uh, it, so a year went by (laughs) and, uh, I, I guess, uh, I had gotten up to the point of wax and then I had pretty much paid for everything at that point. And, um, and it wasn't, it, it, I wasn't getting any contact from, from said person and I wasn't getting any replies or anything like that. So 
So it kind of sucked for a while that I felt as though I had kind of, like, not scammed, uh, but I guess I, I thought I had been forgotten about, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, after that, I um, I got in contact with someone else who had worked at that, at that factory, and then, and then it just picked up again. And he's like, yeah, I found it. Um, yeah, well, I'll, I'll, get you some, I'll get you some pulls and stuff. And so it was just really more that person was not really involved anymore, and they were just not into it anymore. They, were, they had found something else that they wanted to do. And that's fine. It, um, it, it created a huge pain in the neck for me, but... But it all worked um, out in the end? It, it all worked out, right? So, so I guess I can't really complain about it, because right now I... I've had uh, a few Zangachi releases at at, at some at some uh, conventions and stuff. I've had one online release, and um, I'm working on another one, probably like maybe October, or November, depending on how good that goes. Nice. So um, yeah, um, but uh, so for so for people that are that are want, like how do the, how do I get my toy made or whatever? I would say um, make make your own. A, like ground yourself and make your own um, connections and stuff first. Um, and uh, and y- if you can do like a Kickstarter or something like that, you know, I, that, that doesn't work all the time. I didn't do that or anything like that. Um, I've seen, you know, k- toy Kickstarters fail and stuff before. Um, but if you can get enough people behind you, if you can, you know, do all that, if you can do it by yourself, that's even better because then you can kind of like spray it on people and then you can market it correctly and stuff like that. I think that, um, you just gotta, you, you also like be patient. Don't like being patient that entire time and being, you know, calm about it, being, you know, not like overly pissed off or anything like that. I think that definitely did help me in the end because, um, being nicer to people kind of gets you places a little bit better sometimes. Um, it might not get you there faster mm-hmm. <laughs> than yelling at somebody, but, and, and, and like kind of breathing down the back of their neck or anything, but, um, I, I think that, you know, trying to be honest and true and, and, you know, good to people and stuff, I think that's gotten me pretty far in this little culture so far. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so definitely, uh, you know, create, get a good solid design going. Then um, get your connections through, you know, um, you know, some people aren't going to answer your questions. So maybe ask around, uh, get multiple opinions. Um, if you're, um, like I, I've noticed recently that, you know, getting your stuff produced in China is a lot easier. Um, if you don't, if you don't have any hookups with s- something like that, you know, or, you know, uh, hookups in the sense of, you know, you don't mind it being a Chinese, uh, vinyl toy rather than a Japanese vinyl toy or something like that. Just do it, you know, get your toy made, man. Like do whatever you got to do, uh, to get it done because this is, that's your design. That's your baby. You know, this is your um, idea and and I don't think there's any greater fulfillment as a toy maker than bringing in to the world something and people enjoying it or you know having any kind of opinion about it for that matter is is very is very fulfilling. Um, keep at it. <laughs> what, was, chin, what was the last part of that question? Chin up. Uh, it was about articulation, but I think that's right. Um, how did I get that? Uh, I I looking back now, I probably would have been more specific about. Um, Zingachi's legs um, I, but then again uh, I, I don't mind the way that he stands or anything like that I don't mind the like, articulation um, I think it works fine uh, The how I worked out the articulation was I just I kind of just wanted um, 
a character with four arms because I had not really seen there's there's plenty of humanoid you know um, designs out there, but I had not really seen too many four armed you know creatures or anything like that. And I was like, that'd be kind of cool to do. Maybe it would be kind of ambitious for a first toy as well. So I try to kind of go like the ambitious route, you know, making them nine inches tall, um, doing the four arms, and and then you know I kind of just wanted to do the legs too, just to throw it in there and stuff. So um, that was very that was a that was that was me being a very novice, like not knowing um, how a lot of these toys work or or get made or something like that. So I would definitely when you're when you're looking into getting your toy made or whatever, um, definitely you know, uh, dissect in it, like really get into how certain toys are made. Um, if you're going for a certain style, like say, for instance, say you're, you want to make a gross hunchback guy or something like that, like look at other toys like that or, or something like that to maybe, uh, not mimic, but maybe understand how, how their, their proportions work, you know, how they, how they're able to stand or something like that. Like I said, I kind of modeled a lot of Zangachi off vintage, um, Ultraman figures or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so yeah, I, even like M1 or something like that, I think modeled Zingachi off of like a lot of their like, you know, stand, you know, upright standing kind of feel and stuff like that. So yeah, <laughs> hope that helped. I don't, I don't ever know if my, my, my answers help anybody. I I'm, I'm help. sure they do. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually curious, um, after you went through the long and arduous, uh, process of getting your, your toy produced, um, once those molds are made and you've gotten your first pull, how long mm-hmm. is the turnaround? If you're like, Hey, I need, I don't know. I need 10 more of this guy. Sure. Yeah. Like, um, like because of the lineup and the wait time to get these things produced. Right. Yeah. Um, I think it um, it really depends on um, like for me again, not not a normal experience. I had gotten a test pull from that person who had kind of given up, and um, it was like another, I want to say like four or five months before I had gotten sick of emailing them, waiting around, and and being like, I want more, <laughs> please. <laughs> um, so I had that's when I had decided to change uh, liaisons, if you will. Uh, representative in Japan at the, at the factory to, um, you know, do the pulls for me. And, um, and so, but after that, uh, now it's like, you know, I would probably say only a couple weeks, um, to get something in, uh, going. And it really depends on the person's schedule who's pulling them and stuff as well. Um, also it helps if you, um, it, it like for me, I, I, when I first went in there, I was like, I want purple and I want green and I, you know, I want, I had these ideas, but, um, I had to pivot because, um, if you want it faster, maybe don't be so picky with the colors. Maybe whatever color they got at the factory is, is what you're working with. Yeah. Toy factor. So, uh, you know, stuff like that, um, can get you, uh, can get you your toy a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I imagine like, black and flesh are probably like the easiest it's like they probably uh, yeah, always fl- have those on tap uh maybe yeah yeah black um was probably my yeah it was the second color that i had done and then flesh was the first color i had done um the flesh was a little bit more tan it was like not like tan isn't like tan skin but it was like like sandy mm. you know, like a tan like a, like a army tan kind of color or something like that um but yeah i, I loved both of those colors you know um, uh, I guess I'll, I'll give a little, uh, hint at maybe what might be coming next. Uh, 
little uh little spooky season color maybe oh little, uh little uh jack lantern action maybe <laughs> he's i, I think <laughs> yeah, i think he's talk- hinting at orange <laughs> <laughs> well uh you know uh fruit orange <laughs> uh but yeah yeah so that's that's kind of what i'm what, what we got work very cool yeah. Uh, Lucas asks, "What kind of collection reactions do horror collectors get?" Oh yeah. Um, uh, usually seething jealousy. No, I'm <laughs> uh, I, I love um, showing my horror fan friends, not fans, horror friends, um, uh, like stuff that, like toys from horror movies that they love or that they've never seen before, or something like that. Um, that is always really, really cool. I love, um, they'd be like, well, they made that, you know, like that movie's insane. Like, um, I, I always, every time I get a new addition to, uh, you know, I have a Belial collection from basket case or something like that. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put, you know, I'll post a picture of all of them together, or, you know, Jason or something like that. And it's always really cool to see, um, the reactions that they get. Usually it's, it's like, holy shit, you know, <laughs> uh, where do do you have room for stuff or, you know, where do you put all that? Or, you know, what do you do is usually I get the, the main question. What do I do? Like for, like for a living? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. is usually what I get, you know, how do you, how do you get all that stuff? Where do you get all that stuff? You know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The the typical, like uh, the, give me the four one one. What's what what your toy collections like? Yeah. Yeah. I, I always really enjoy uh, horror, horror fans, horror, you know, collectors and stuff like that, because um, it definitely fuels my creative energy, and I know it cr- fuels a lot of other people's creative energy out there. So, seeing, seeing, um, see, getting more accolades, if you will, you know, <laughs> getting more people joining to your cause, and you can, you're just like, yes, the power, it's growing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what I see when like one person joins the Discord. I'm like, holy. Fuck, I better go introduce myself. I'm becoming powerful. More powerful than I could possibly imagine. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Hachimaki uh, wants to say thanks uh, for getting him into collecting Sofubi with your Sofubi World video. Thank you for watching. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And he wants to know what horror exploitation movie, uh, I guess, character you would like to see a Sofubi made of. Which is a, a question we get all the time. It's a question Tony and I have answered in like a thousand different forms. It's like, what toy doesn't exist that you wish exists? It's just like, oh my yeah, god, yeah. all of them. Um, and then in brackets, <laughs> well, we've got, please don't say here. more Belial. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I, I had read, I had read that one, and I had, uh, I had put some thought into it. Um, I would probably say, um, not not Belial, but um, maybe um, Elmer from. Um, brain damage would be a really cool one. Um, it's like this worm thing. Uh, it, it's like a, it gives you this drug in your brain. It's pretty good. <laughs> By the same director, Frank Kendallot. Um, but I, I, I picked two that, that, that would probably be like even maybe a possibility for me in the future. Um, I, number one, class of Nukem High, the, the nuclear sperm in full form. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, class of Nukem High, they, uh, they they smoke this radioactive weed, and then these this couple uh, they do it, and then she uh, has this like nuclear sperm baby <laughs> at school, and um, 
and and he like gets flushed down the toilet, and then he, and then he gets like plopped into some nuclear waste. So then he becomes even stronger. He's got like all these quills on his back. He he's he's kind of like a sluggy guy. He's got like this big long tail. You, don't, you never really see like a really full on image of him in in Class of Nukem High, but I would love to kind of like create my own version of that guy or something like that. Hell yeah! Uh, maybe even uh, Tromi, the giant rat from the sequels of um, Class of Nukem High, or there was even a Toxic Crusaders, like, uh, Godzilla, like, sliming Godzilla walker thing. That would be really cool to, like, make an homage to that because, like, that never got released, so that would be really cool to make something like that for people. Um, but then my my second choice was um, there's this movie called Prophecy, and um, not the Christopher Walken one, the this one is about a, a a mutated radioactive bear. You see, you see a a, a theme here going, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this bear is what um, influenced uh, uh, Man Bear Pig from from the South Park. Okay, skit, remember that little bit from there. Um, and it is like it's a, like a gigantic bear that walks on his on his two legs, and then like half of it is like mutilated, gross flesh. And it's so cool looking, and it, it it has one of the greatest unintentional hilarious scenes in any horror movie. I think where it attacks it attacks this camper campsite, and it's the '80s, so of course children die in it. Um, uh, this kid, <laughs> it's just lots of children death. <laughs> this kid is in his yellow sleeping bag, and he's like stuck in it. So he gets up and he tries to like hop away in the sleeping bag, and the bear like smacks him, and he flies into a tree and just. Like a big cloud of cotton goes everywhere, and it's the most unintentionally hilarious thing ever. I love it, and so that would be I would make the bear right, like a big, like probably like a nine or ten inch bear, and then the omake would be like mm-hmm. the, the kid in the sleeping bag. <laughs> awesome. So that would that would probably be. So I did put some thought into that question. <laughs> nice. I'm I'm sure I'm sure Hachimaki will be stoked. Uh, <laughs> I hope. I hope. Yeah, I, you've, I, you've got you've got fans on our Discord, by the way. Oh You're wow, fans. thank the, you. Guys. The people are into it. I'll stick around then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna delete this fucking app right after, but <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I I use Discord for 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 uh, my for another like business thing that I do with my dad, so yeah, uh, to keep in touch with him and the rest of my family. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, we're using Discord. Cool, <laughs> yeah. something I actually know what I'm doing. Yeah, nice. Uh, Sam would like to know, uh, what is the hardest part about learning to airbrush? He wants a full, oh, yeah. he wants a full airbrushing tutorial right now. Go. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, step A, go to Amazon. Step B, type in airbrush set on Amazon search bar. Don't buy the cheapest Find... one, buy the second cheapest one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buy like the second cheapest one, I would probably say. Uh, you know, your first airbrush is, I got a combo set, like, you know, like the little shitty ass compressor that overheats and shuts down. And then I got like a simple air, like gravity fed airbrush for my first one. You don't have to like, you don't have to start out like professional right away. You can, you can get some cheap shitty stuff to start out with, you know, like you don't, like if, if you find out that it's not for you and you want to do some kind of different painting, like hand painting or something like that, um, you know, you don't want to be out like a shit ton of money because yeah. you know, and feel like you're obligated to do it or whatever. That being said, um, uh, I would say probably the hardest part of airbrushing learning um, learning how to transition and like fade colors is is pretty 
is pretty tricky. Um, but that just comes with, uh, with time, you know, you, you overlap certain colors and you go, that looks like shit together. Or you go, Hey, that looks pretty cool together. You know, like, um, using see-through colors, um, you can usually get some really beautiful transitions (laughs) and, uh, you can also, um, uh, probably another, uh, okay. Here's a, here's a good, here's a good one for, for people who, uh, want to airbrush. Um, Gun maintenance is probably my biggest handicap. Uh, I suck at taking care of things because I am so impatient. I, I'm also very messy. So, like, my workspace is messy. So then, like, you know, you, you get all enthralled with, like, finishing a project or whatever. And then sometimes I'll, like, forget to, like, clean my gun completely or something like that. So definitely get in the habit of of taking apart your gun, cleaning it out, Um I would say maybe get like a small oil tray and put it put it on like a tray so that none of the parts roll all over the place or whatever and you lose it and it's you know goes down a drain or goes you know down a you know flies underneath your your workbench or something like that and it's unobtainable gone to the third dimension now you need to go to Lowe's and you know bring your damn airbrush airbrush with you to get in you know a new bushel or something like that you know bushing or whatever so uh uh, the gun is probably the biggest pain in the ass. Like when I first started painting, I went through like three, like four or five guns, like every couple months because I was horrible at taking care of them. And, and I would put a uh, clear coat inside my airbrush and then I would just like destroy it. Um, so uh, find, find your own way of doing something and then, and then um, refine it, refine it until the point where it's like just muscle memory and you can sit down and do it with your eyes closed you know, and you can, you know, get your brain thinking about what you're going to be doing while you're doing it and stuff. I think it's a great little ritual to have before and after or whatever, um, the airbrush or whatever. So yeah, hope that helps. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's funny when, whenever we have anybody on, everybody has so many like, uh, like nightmare horror stories. No, no, just like work, (laughs) workflow related questions about making toys or painting toys. I think, I think we've got a bunch of up and coming artists just waiting for the time to strike. Like, (laughs) that's great. That's great. Because, uh, you know, like I said earlier, we need that. We need the, the pond always needs more fish, Mm -hmm. more, more to eat. No, no, (laughs) more to, more to, uh, keep things going and, and keep things fresh and keep, uh, us, you know, uh, people who are already involved or already, uh, I'll use the term established reluctantly. Um, it'll keep us on our toes, right? Mm-hmm. You know, keep us, uh, keep us striving to, to stay where we are, keep going further, reach higher and higher. And I've, <laughs> I've definitely said it before. There's like, there's nothing more like romantic than the idea of making your own toy. Like I think, yes, I think yeah. every collector somewhere in their brain is their concept for their perfect toy or the thing they yeah. would make. And I think the fact that like, uh, people like you and people like Nate, the milkman, like all the people we've talked to so far that are so foobie guys, like the fact mm-hmm. that everybody's, um, just wants to help and is excited for, for just the yeah. the art form as a whole, right? And I think like yeah. like the more the more of that there is going around, and the more people like hear these questions, and they're like, yeah, maybe try this, this, and this. Like maybe that's going to inspire them to finally take the plunge and be like, fuck it, you know what? I will make this toy that I've thought mm-hmm. about, and and we've all thought about them all day, every day. Like we all think yeah. about that that thing that would be cool to make, and hopefully. By talking about this stuff, we can inspire others to just actually pull the trigger and just say, today is the day 
that I make my right. my toy, my make my concept a reality. Don't wait anymore. You know, if you got something rattling around in your brain, you know, put it down on paper or whatever. Uh, Toxic Rider was was just a scribble on paper and a kit bash toy for like a couple of years before, you know, now his prototype sitting on one of my shelves right now, waiting to waiting his turn for glory or whatever, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely don't, uh, just, um, be, be, be the, be the artist that you want to see in the toy scene, make the toy that you want to see in the toy scene. Um, and be the kind of person that you wanted to be when you were starting out later on, you know, I guess, because like there's a lot of like do this now, but I don't think there's enough of, you know, be this way when you're a little bit more established or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say don't just kind of uh, you know, just I, I don't want to say stay humble or anything, but like you know, I mean, just, uh, stay humble is good. <laughs> <laughs> but just you know, I I think uh, keeping your ear close to the ground and you know and like I what's really cool and and what what really helps me a lot is, is talking to talking to other people. Mm-hmm. I know that that's one of the other questions, like what inspires me or whatever. So I'll, 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 I'll hold back on that, but yeah, like talking to other people and stuff, it, uh, especially younger artists and more up and coming artists is, is I think is what really, it really fuels a lot of my passion and stuff as well, because it's surrounding yourself with people that are very into what you're doing and you're, they're doing. It, it's just kind of a, it's a, it's a nice way to keep you going. It's a nice way to, you know, keep propelling you to where you're supposed to be, you know, in this crazy world or whatever. <laughs> Quick has a question for us here. Um, do videos vomit and then, like, uh, confused watching emoji? Um, <coughs> um, the vice versa can happen many times. Um, uh, vomits can video. Uh, I've seen it many times on YouTube. But um, uh, I think... Uh, <laughs> I think that, uh, do videos vomit? Uh, yes. Uh, the, the idea behind video vomit, uh, like the video store, the, the VHS era, that kind of stuff, um, and, and a vomit of the ideas, a vomit of the imagery, I think that just those two words together compiled with one another, um, I think it just really kind of captured the, the vibe I was going for, that sleazy, underbelly, 1986 kind of, uh, exploitation sleazy trash kind of stuff that i'm into and um and that's the kind of toy company i'm i'm sleazy i'm trash (laughs) uh so yeah yeah i i get that a lot i get that like what does it mean you know what's it about do videos vomit that's the first one i've ever got so thank you for for that one i I think your answer was uh far more than what was expected from that (laughs) kind of a throwaway question that's what i was going for i wanted to i just really wanted to get into that do it's a, he 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 was doing the thinker. He was he was really pondering it. Yeah. So I really wanted to to uh, oblige him. Yeah. Thanks, quick. Uh, Jake the Snake asks, "How did you start collecting, and what inspires you to keep creating content and art?" Okay, yeah. Well, uh, so, yeah, so you thought for, about this earlier. Like you were saying collecting toys, just in general, I would say um, was my mom. She got me my first action figure and vehicle together she worked at a distribution center for sam's club and um there was a uh there's a smash to shit uh um uh, batwing box from the animated series Mm -hmm. and so it was damaged so she stole it (laughs) (laughs) 
And uh, then she uh, stopped on her way home and got me a Batman action figure as well. And so I, I remember getting those and just being like, well, this is amazing, you know? Like, now I can, like, recreate the movie and stuff, you know, like, mm-hmm. do stuff like that. And so, and when I was a kid, I I, uh, we, I moved around a lot as a kid. Um, my dad it, it was a manager for uh, Walmart. And that's pretty much like being a, uh, a military brat. Yeah. You, 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 yeah. you get bounced around all over the country, um, you know, and, you know, uh, <laughs> so... So I didn't really have a lot of friends or I didn't have a lot of stuff uh, to um, to kind of entertain me until then, until I started getting toys and uh, in comics and, you know, video games and all that stuff. And then I that, that like, fueled my creativity and my uh, my imagination. And, and, like, you know, I remember getting, like, uh, Predator stuff and just being so excited, so, in, like, blown away. You know, RoboCop was a big one for me when I was a kid, too. So like uh, yeah, collecting started with 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 action figures. Um, collecting for vinyl toys and, and stuff like that started with um, with uh, Max Toyko, like we had talked about a little bit mm-hmm. earlier. Um, I I remember seeing Max Toyko stuff and just being like, oh man, so cute, so amazing. And then seeing Izon for the first time, the first uh, like the more upright Izon uh, rather than the Izon Evolved, and being really into that. Um, and then I remember seeing a lot of uh, YouTubers and um, and uh, musicians and stuff uh, collect vinyl toys, and like I would see them in the backgrounds of their stuff. Um, I remember uh, uh, from Bringing the Horizon, uh, Holy Sykes, the lead singer, he had he had some Max Soiko stuff, and I remember being like, "Holy shit, he has Max Soiko stuff! That's crazy!" You know, and like and being really into that, and, and being like, "Oh, maybe I should look into that myself," or you know, and then. Um, I had gotten those those mini cats and stuff, and I had started painting those. I remember uh, I had just moved into an apartment, and they had uh, uh, Monster Color had a had a sale for a bunch of clear um, mini Necrons and Izon, and so I had bought like <laughs> like ten of them. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna paint all these. I'm gonna sell them." And so so I remember that was like my first little like you know, entrance into like customization and, and all that stuff. So yeah, that, that's what really got me going and got me started on all this stuff. And then slowly I was like, yes, I got to build, I got to, I got to keep building all that stuff. Um, Gundam was another huge thing for me when I was a kid too, was, was uh, collecting Gundams. Um, uh, the, the Bandai like action figure ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, was, I, I had built a lot of the models at first and then, um, uh, you know, if you wanted to play with them, or like mix their parts up or anything like that. Like I like to do a lot as a kid. I like to take things apart and like mix their parts, um, make my own, you know, Gundam or whatever. Uh, I remember, I remember the the models didn't last very long no. for me. They, yeah, those poly caps would wear out pretty quick. Yes, yeah, and then uh, and so so I I ended up collecting those like those like you know they're like not they're like clip clip. Clip plastic action figures and stuff—they're pretty cool. They're like, uh, like I think they're like four inches or something like that. Misa is what they call them, M I S A or something like that. When you look them up on eBay or something. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've been collecting a long time. You know, lots of stuff. That, and then the stuff that gets me really passionate and keep going is, um, is seeing all the new stuff coming out. You know, seeing, seeing just how creative people can be with the with the new um, toy stuff. You know with new vinyl 
um, you know, shit, man, like Acid Rain, like we were talking, we yeah, I mentioned that before, um, you know, seeing all their new designs and stuff like that is really cool. Um, I just love, like, we, you know, I was saying, you know, put the stuff out into the world that you want to see. Also, seeing stuff that I've always wanted to see in the world come out, and I'm like, shit, I need this, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, uh, Figma made um, a Bloodborne Hunter figure, and I was like, oh, God, it's $89. <laughs> but I need it, yeah. <laughs> so... I'm going to get it. <laughs> I just got a shipping uh, notification that it was shipping. I was like, yes. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, anytime there's something that you, you're like, damn, there needs to be a toy of that, you know, and then when it finally comes out or, you know, when you finally see that, you know, man, I wish they made, you know, a, a retro 50 style robot with his brain rattling around in a bubble or something like that, you know, you know, it, the chances are it's already made or someone's going to do it or. You know, it's on the way, you know, or something like that. So that's what keeps me going is that, it is is. that I know that, you know, I might I might have not won that lottery that I want. Might have not gotten that retro band piece I was, you know, willing to kill another human for. But uh, but chances are there's going to be another retro band piece or there's going to be another, you know, uh, piece out retro there. Retro band was I, actually a big part of my toy awakening. Um, oh, yeah. When, uh, awesome. when he did the uh, King Star King uh hank waffles i i saw that and my mind was fucking blown and then that's part of what inspired me to like start doing resin stuff that's so cool yeah did did you ever get one of those or no oh that's sad i'm sorry one day single tier single hey someone listening send it on over (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah are they really (laughs) yeah i imagine i don't think he made too many i think they might have even been like gifts for people who worked at adult swim like it was a commission adult swim did because I know he did the Tom robot, too, which is really, really cool for the competition. They had, like, a little, like, raffle or giveaway or something like that. He did, like, the Tom robot, and I was like, oh, fuck, that's awesome. <laughs> I always wanted the Tom robot, you know, action figure. I was like, why didn't Cartoon Network ever do that? You know, like, make a plush, make a window <laughs> cling of him or some a bendable figure? I don't know. <laughs> Anything. I think that they created, like, such a great design, you know, and all the Toms over the years for Toonami or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Retro Band, uh, I remember I had gotten stickers from him, his, his, uh, his like, uh, spray-painted giant stickers he had of, like, They Live and The Stuff and Toxic mm-hmm. Avenger and stuff like that. I put, um, I remember I had put up, uh, <laughs> the, the, the Stuff sticker that he made on a, on a, on a yield sign near my apartment, so then every time I was, like, coming in and out of the, my apartment, there's this Retro Band, mm-hmm. uh, they, uh, the stuff sign or sticker just hanging out on that sign. I was like, yay. Nice. <laughs> it just brought my day a little bit of sunshine every day that I passed it. That's it's gone now, unfortunately. Someone scraped it off. Some some do-gooder came by and <laughs> yeah. clean, cleaned up the streets. Uh, <laughs> cleaning up. Mackey asks, what devil did you make a deal with to be able to afford so many figures and so win so many lotteries? This That's similar to the, like, what do you do? Like, how can yes, you afford yeah. to collect? Okay, so um, I'm going to pull the Tommy Wiseau card, and I'm not going to tell anybody what I do for a living. Okay. Um, off in front of a camera for a living. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, my, my, my Pornhub site is blowing up. You think Video <laughs> Vomit's doing well? Pornhub's link is. No. <laughs> um, but uh, what I for, for lotteries, I, I have no clue. I, I never won any of them um, ever. And then uh, I had, I, I think I'm just on a really good streak right now, to be honest. Knock and on like wood said, again. Yes. 
I'm very, very superstitious. Knock on that wood, dude. Talking about it is like, (laughs) dude, I'm tempting fate. Like the next ladder I enter is good. I'm not going to get it. Um, But I I think um, I there are certain lotteries that like I think I'm cursed with that I never win. Like uh, like MVH lotteries, I never win. Mm -hmm. Uh, Token lotteries, I think I uh, I've won two out of like every single one I've ever (laughs) entered. but then also, um, yeah, I don't know. I maybe I don't know. I, I have no clue. Maybe the maybe the Safubi gods are just like, here's looking at you, kid. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really sure how to answer that question. Um, yeah. just being a good person and being super nice, I think you get whatever you want in the future. <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I went my luck at at five points because I was crazy lucky at five points. Um, yeah, I won. I won all the lottos I entered. Um, that's so awesome, dude! But Congratulations. I, I think that's because like because because I was going hard on uh, like Real Head Skull Toys Punk Drunkers, and mm-hmm. there was f- I see that's Punk Drunkers Spider Man behind you. Oh, yeah, he's hanging out. Um, that's a grail for me. I, I wasn't <laughs> able to go into the lottery while I was there, so I was like, oh no, it's so beautiful. Um, but oh, they cool. they had multiples. They had I think four different guys they were offering up. But I only mm-hmm. and you could get a ticket for each. But I only took tickets for the two that I wanted because yeah. I was like, I I'm gonna hopefully get the things I want. I don't want to win something that some other collector wants. Right. Um, yeah. And, and hopefully I get it. And then I think it was that was the moment the Safubi gods were like, this man has oh. done a good deed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> give him he the give him the more. bounty he he seeks. <laughs> um. Oh, that was actually a question I wanted to ask ask you about. How do you feel about them flippers? <laughs> oh, them flippers, eh? Oh I've been God. flipped. My toy's been flipped. Yeah? Unsuccessfully. They haven't sold it. <laughs> it's on eBay for like two grand, and you're like, nobody's paying that much, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like, I think it was like a, like maybe like $50 more than I think it originally was. Okay. No, no, it was like 122 or something like that, and I think it was like originally 80 so you want to do the math on there, that's... Yeah. Do math. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, how do I feel about them? Um, I think that uh, unfortunately they are part of our ecosystem at this point. Um, you know, you have your sites where you can get stuff from. You know, like I know people have a love hate relationship with Mandarake, mm-hmm. and you know that, that's how I get a lot of stuff that I miss out on. You know, like. Um, I have I had gotten a My Rock toy piece that I had been missing out on. I got it from Mandarake, and um, so I guess it depends on your definition of of like how how minute do you want to get with it. The the guys who flip the shit for like or people who flip the shit for like thousands of dollars when it's totally not worth that, or you know you're, you're doing like hundred plus dollars addition onto the price tag. Yeah, fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely go to hell. Um, and then, you, you know, you have those uh, other people that, you know, the, whatever reason they're doing it for, you know, you, uh, you know they got a surgery to pay for, or they, got, they just got a car accident or something like that. I, I guess I can understand stuff like that, too. I've, de- I've, de- I've definitely bought, in, you know, second pieces secondhand off of people and stuff before. Um, but it's, de- it's a slippery slope, but, most, but most, most of all, just screw the people that are trying to... Um, Take one advantage. over people yeah yeah take advantage of people and uh, and 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 really get get like uh, air quotes rich off the scene you know mm-hmm. because you know you're re- it's really damaging and it's really discouraging 
for, for, for people. I know I, I can, I can only imagine how discouraging it is for people that, that are like just, they, they, they found mutant vile hardcore or something. They found splurt for the first time and they're like, holy shit. This is some of the coolest stuff I've ever seen in my life. Or they see a punk drunkers piece. Punk drunkers is a great example. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 you know, I really want one, but you know, I'm not going to pay as much as the, these flippers are are asking for. And, it, and it's everywhere, you know. It, it's it's you can tell what's hype at the moment because of the flipper prices and stuff. So, you know, yeah, is well, it Spider Man? What, what was he? Was he a thousand the same day? Like a thousand, uh, two thousand? I maybe because. I don't know. I, I mean, I I know that they are now, but I, I think it's just that some of those brands that are just they're they're kind of they're hot right now. They're real hype, so a lot of people are gonna, you know, they they want to take advantage of that of that hype, you know. And so it kind of like it, it's almost like a, a snake eating its own tail at that point because it's like it's good that the toy is doing really well and that people are very excited about it, um, and that it you know it's selling out and all that stuff. That's really awesome. Um, and that the demand for the toys are at all high because that's really good as well. But then you have the problem of, well, you know, those there are certain people that are going to get slipped past that are going to get a hold of one. They're going to flip it for way more than it's worth. Or no, nah, I won't say that. They're going to flip it way more than it what, the, what they paid for it. And uh, because worth is, what is it worth to you is different to how much it's worth to me. Like I've definitely paid overpriced for toys before. You know, uh, on the second after end market, especially blanks. Like, if you're a blank hunter, god damn, I sympathize with you because <laughs> sometimes, man, those blanks are really, really dent your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> really put a put a nail in that wallet of yours. So yeah, yeah. Uh, they're here. They're I here to stay. You know. Yeah, they're here to stay. So it's just one of those things that we have to navigate around. I think that a lot of people are doing are taking a lot of interesting and and, and clever initiative to uh, negate them or kind of you know screw them over. Which I agree. You know, if they if they're if they're trying to screw you over, you're the artist that's getting screwed over because your toy is being sold for like five times the amount that that you sell it for. I really that that's probably a punch in the gut for you as an as an artist. You know, because you're just like. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, it's probably feels good in the sense of like, yay, there's a demand, but also it's just like, man, people are getting taken advantage over my toy and they're not even getting it from me. You know, mm-hmm. they're getting it from some asshole who took it from me or who, who got it off me, you know, so I, I can, I can, I can sympathize with that. So yeah, yeah it sucks. They, they suck. <laughs> yeah. I just, Let, it, I, it was like, send them back to the Funkos, let them flip Funkos, let them do all that shit. Stay out of our, stay out of our, get off our turf. Yeah, man. Uh, it just bummed me out when I was at five points. There was some fucking guy, and obviously he had tons of people online for him because he's yeah. he's holding like a fistful of tickets, and he's yeah. he's up at the front and he's demanding that he's won, and he doesn't even realize that like there's different colored tickets for each one. So mm-hmm. yes, the number uh, let's say ten one, but not for that not one. Ten orange, ten yeah, green or and he's just like getting really upset, and I'm and I'm I'm there trying to do my thing, and I was just so angry, I was fuming. Yeah, I was like yeah. I'm like, what is like wrong with your brain, and like how like detached like, are you that you think that that's acceptable behavior to like farm these tickets you don't even know what you're buying and you're shoving them in the artist's face saying give me the stuff i just want and you don't even know what the fuck yeah, it is that's, that's, 
That's that's way 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 past over the line. That's way past being, you know, an asshole. That, yeah. it, that's to the point of you just being the worst. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just garbage so I, I and I've seen that stuff. I've seen that stuff. I saw it at Designer Con. I saw it at Five Points. You yeah. know, um, uh, I can understand the muling thing. You know, like if there's someone who wasn't able to make it or whatever, and you have a good enough friend who can get something for you, and it's not that it's not like you're hurting them or whatever. Sure. Like, I've had it where I couldn't, I wasn't able to leave my booth and I had someone get something for me. You know, that's cool. Yeah. That, that was really cool of them. You know, and, and like, I didn't, they, they didn't catch like any money off of me or any commission. They were like, no, no, here you, here you go. You're like, you just, you couldn't leave. So, you know, I, I got what I wanted. You got what you wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that's really cool. So I like stuff like that. that. That's part of like the community doing their thing, you know? But then there's the difference between like, you know, like you were saying, like the dude with like 12 tickets just going in there. You know, with his head up his ass, you know. Yeah. So that's that that sucks. I don't that that just really sucks. It really sucks the the fun out of it because like when you're standing there with all these people and you you all got the ticket, you know, it's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, especially you you know that feeling. You won, so mm-hmm. so you know how awesome that feels. And, and like when I see it, I'm like I'm behind the booth. Mm-hmm. You know, people are winning and and they're coming up. And they're like, yes, <laughs> you know, like. That's that's pretty cool. That's that's a really good feeling because then, you know, that toy has a memory attached to it. It has sentimental value, and then you have somebody who's doing that just solely for profit. You know, coming up there, plowing through people, trying to take one. You know, catch a lick off everybody. It, it sucks. Yeah. It just really sucks. It, it's a wet blanket mm-hmm. over a over a regularly very warm and inviting type of uh, crowd. You know. Uh, we do have one final question. Also, thank you so much for marathoning these questions. Like Tony oh, had to hard, hard bounce, but you uh, you stuck it out. I appreciate that. Oh, no, no, no worries at all. Uh, so a final one from Hachimaki. He says, have you ever had to get rid of a toy because your significant other thought it was gross and weird? I had I had read this one. Thank you, Hachimaki, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, thank you for that question. Thank you for all your questions today. Um no, I have not done that. Um, if my 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 words of wisdom to anyone, I don't know if you're in a relationship where they would ever do that to you, but uh, to, those are, that's probably not the right person. <laughs> if yeah. they're asking you to up the thing you love, like I mean, every like I've had uh, girlfriends and stuff who who aren't into the stuff as much as I am. Um, or completely uninterested, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, th- those relationships weren't as fulfilling as to where being in a relationship with someone who who really likes that stuff too. Granted, that's a hard, that's a tough order to, to fill, to find a significant other who can match your energy and dedication for that stuff because then the chances are both of you are going to be poor if you're together <laughs> because you're both spending your, all your money on toys and not one of you is supporting the other. <laughs> but... Uh, but I, I had I have had um, uh, two relationships where where both of us were like big collectors and we love collecting things and collecting is is in my blood it's in my family a lot of my my people on my mom's side collect and stuff like that and um, I've I've seen it in others people's spouses where where it's like oh geez another one of those another one of this you know and it's like you're coming home and you're feeling bad about it and it's like this is the thing that's supposed to make me feel better that make me feel ashamed mm-hmm. and like I've had enough shame about my love for toys and stuff like that when I was a kid 
when I, or when I was a teenager, you know, like 12, 13 and on, you know, I had enough time feeling bad about that and trying to still collect as it was. So I don't need somebody that I want to like spend a great deal amount of time with. Um, why would I want them to make me feel bad about something like that? They should enjoy it as much as I do because of, because if it, if it's part of me, then that that's a part of them they should love or appreciate. So no, I haven't uh, ever had that happen. I've had it, I've had it where, where, where they were like, ew, he's nasty or, you know, something like that. But, you know, nothing like, get him out of here. <laughs> can we, can we just sell him? I don't want him here. Can we you throw know, a sheet over the toy shelf? It's really creeping me out right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Like when I'm here, the, sh- the sheet needs to go on. Okay. <laughs> No. Yeah, I think that's good life <laughs> advice. It's like if if uh, someone is making <laughs> making you get rid of the things that bring you happiness, maybe that's yeah. not the best person. So maybe we gave um, some helpful life advice today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my uh, I listen to another podcast called uh, "Say You Love Satan." Um, it's an '80s horror podcast. It's really cool. And the host from there, he had talked about uh, Jessup. He had talked about uh, he had been in a relationship where where she had made him get rid of all of his horror stuff, like a, oh, a shitload of his horror stuff. And then he had ended up marrying somebody who appreciated all that stuff. And he just kicks himself in the ass now because he got rid of all that stuff that he really loved. He had masks and props and all this stuff. And, and now he kicks himself that he lost all that stuff it, because it ended, it ended up working out for him anyway. You know? So it's like, if, if, if you're really meant to be with this person, does, does a shelf full of toys really change anything? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it shouldn't, but you know, whatever. So yeah, yeah, uh, definitely just, uh, you know, be yourself, collect those, keep on collecting collectors. Yeah. Love the shit you love, the amount you love it. Yes. Is that all the questions for today? That is, that... <laughs> that is, that's the end of you your... have any other questions for me? I'd love to answer more of your questions. Uh, you know, just, good? I, I think, I think we covered most of it. Nice. Yeah. Good. No, I, I really appreciate having you, um, on the show. I've been trying to get you on for a long time. So thank yeah, you for bearing yeah. with me with all of my sort oh, of absolutely. dropped calls yeah. where it's like, we should do this thing. Radio, <laughs> radio silence for one week. <laughs> no, no. Um, that, that's, that's kind of how a lot of this stuff works is I, I just kind of go, well, if they want it to happen, I, I said, yes. So, yeah. you know. I'll probably say yes to anybody wanting to work with me or do anything like this. I, I love to, you know, I love doing the YouTube show mm-hmm. and I, I can't wait to keep doing that again and get back into that. And so, um, you know, I, I love getting a chance like this to come on here and, and interact with a whole other group of people. And, and, you know, it's nice to, uh, finally talk with people that some lack minded individual. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. uh that's something I, I took away from five points is like, cause I, I met so many people there that I know online and like to get mm-hmm. to meet them face to face and, and just like, again, how warm and welcoming so many people are. Well, everyone, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. and just getting to meet all of these people who I, I know, I feel like I already know, like, I felt like I already knew you when I went to go say yeah, hi. Yeah. It's like, Hey, it's, now this is a thing where we've seen each other's faces. Yeah, and I knew faces. it right away because we had uh, all our conversations already and stuff. It's, it, it was like we had already had said hey that day earlier, and I, mm-hmm. we had just carried, picked up another conversation or something like that from earlier in the day or something. Yeah, and getting yeah, getting... That's, how, that's how a lot of it is there, it, and that that's 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 so beautiful. You know, like <laughs> I came back with like the like the biggest rainbow shooting out of my ass probably because I was just so like, yeah, mm-hmm. th- that was awesome. You know? And I come back and everyone's like, you're not the same person. You're, <laughs> you know, 
it was, it was, it was like because I was around people that were, you know, just as passionate, if not more, about the things that I'm doing, things that they're doing, you know, so stuff like that. It's it's a great rejuvenating, revitalizing, you know, recharging type of uh, energy there, and mm-hmm. it really the nice kick in the ass when if you're feeling pretty down about what. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, and that's maybe, maybe a big takeaway from all this is like, cause all of the people I met, like, um, I don't, don't be afraid, I think, to reach out to people whose work you're interested in, whose oh, yeah. stuff you're interested in. Like, like Instagram's this amazing tool because we're all sharing mm-hmm. photos of the things we love. And I think that's sort of the commonality of how I've met so many people is like, we yeah, are, yeah. we're all taking the time to snap a pic of the thing we like. And you may not have people in your everyday life who understand it or who are a part mm-hmm. of it, but those people who are liking your photos and those people who you're liking theirs, reach out to them because yeah, like yeah. F- fun, cool shit can happen. Like this podcast or it wouldn't, it wouldn't have gone down like this if I hadn't yeah, slid, like yeah, yeah. slid into the DMS and, and, and said, Hey, <laughs> like the, the people that you, you love their work online, they're everyday people just like you and I. And so, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't everyone know. likes validation too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, everyone likes to be told, "Hey, your stuff is really good." I, you know, like uh, I, I, I'd lie if I said that I didn't like when people said that stuff to me because you know it makes me feel better about what I'm doing and it makes me feel like I'm reaching people, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like I'm sure you feel the same way about they're like, "Hey, love podcast. Hey, love this. Hey, love that." You know. So, um, also to kind of mirror what you were saying, yeah, definitely um, message people that. You know, you, 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 if you find them inspirational or whatever, message them or 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 comments or whatever. You know, try and get in contact and just you know have a little uh, you know something with them. Um, and even if they don't reply at first, like I'm I'm horrible at replying sometimes. Um, there's a different there's different kinds of energy, right? There's being online and posting and liking things, and then there's like the conversation energy. You know, so I think there's two different kinds of like aspects to that. So sometimes you're maybe not in the mood to talk, which is totally cool. Um, like, like you know, I'll, I'll let I'll let something simmer for a day, and then I'll, I'll like I'll get, I promise I will I will get back to you or something like that, you know? Because like you know, my days are I'm always flying by the seat of my pants, so I don't I never know what the hell I'm doing. So, um, it, if they don't if they don't reply, don't get discouraged. You know, they they have they have a life. You know, they probably have kids or something like that. You know, so don't if don't get discouraged if they don't talk to you or something like that, right? Because I've had that before where I've talked to people and they did message me and I was like, shit, they hate me. And then later <laughs> on, they're like, hey. I'm like, oh, I thought you hated me, you know, or you're something like that, you know? So, so, you know, just, uh, don't, don't assume too much or don't, you know, anything like that because, you know, you never know because, uh, and so I, I always feel bad when I leave people hanging, you know, and I'm always like, I'm too busy right now or, oh, I'm doing this right now. I can't really like, you know, especially if I'm like in the zone, right? If you will, <laughs> if I'm in the artistry zone, I can't. I I try not to like talk to people or anything like that because, you know, I, I'm like working on something and I kind of want to like dedicate all my focus to that because I I have a lot of focus, you know, and stuff like that. So, so I try to I try to uh, harness my power. <laughs> it's growing. It. It's growing. <laughs> yes, I try to wrangle it in a way where where it doesn't um where it doesn't impede like my my abilities or anything like that where i don't because I, I, i'll tend to i'll tend to overthink things a lot of the time too so I, i'm just i i'm a very um i have anxieties and a- anxious and stuff like that so so um yeah i get i get super weird you know <laughs> <laughs> sometimes and shit like that so i'm just like 
I'm so sorry. I have to restart. I have to reboot real quick. I'll be back to you in a moment, you know, or something <laughs> like that. I, it definitely when I'm at, when I'm at the um, cons and stuff like that too, it's, it's very overwhelming. I, I, I like work myself into like a nervous panic and then I'm there and then it's totally normal and everyone's totally cool. And yeah. There was nothing to worry about in the first place, but I do it every time anyway. But, you know, like <laughs> he's sitting there like waiting in the Uber, like on my way there. And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, so It's you, my first. old friend anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With, always with this gentle bony hand on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning into the podcast, everybody. It's been a wonderful time. Uh, was there, I'm doing my regular outro, except Tony's not here. So is there anything <laughs> you would like to say to the people, John? Is there anything you want to plug before we uh, we get out of here? Yeah, sure. Um, you can catch me posting, shit posting on the reg um, on uh, Instagram. That's uh, Video Vomit on Instagram. And then um, you can check out my uh, feed of all my photography and stuff like that. I love doing toy photography is another one of my huge passions. And I love to incorporate that with Safubi and stuff. So definitely check that stuff out. Um, I have a YouTube channel. It's called the bunker network and it's youtube.com forward slash bunker network. And, um, you can check out some of my older videos that I've done there. Um, you know, be sure to say, Hey, if you, you know, if you, if you discovered that from this podcast, be sure to let me know and I'll, I'll get back to you and, say hey and shoot the shit on the comments or something like that. Um, other than that, yeah, I got uh, Zengachi um, Safubi out right now, and then I'm going to have some new ones of those real soon, and I'm going to be doing a art show in Denver um, in October, which is going to be pretty cool, so if any of you guys out there, be sure to keep your ear and eyes open for something like that. Um, and I think that's about it. I just want to thank you for letting me be on the show again. And this, this has been really fun. I love talking, shooting the shit, talking shop. It's always great. Yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, I just, let's keep the thanks going. Thanks again uh, to Video Vomit for coming to hang out on the altar. Oh, I almost plugged my YouTube instead of the podcast. Coming to hang out <laughs> on uh, Good Morning Toy World. And I just want to say thank you to you guys for listening. Uh, this is a marathon of an episode, so congratulations if you've made it to the end. So thanks to everyone involved. And uh, remember, folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna open this bag of bugles. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs>